0: We're going to dance, we're going to dance, we're going to dance and have some fun.
1: 376. Right. easy easy. here
2: we go. Good morning, ass family. Welcome to a Friday Eve, also known as Thursday edition, of the Arnie State Show. Man, oh man, there's a lot to get to today. A whole lot. Yesterday was a good day. I got a lot of stuff done for the show and like, kind of put in place. Got some new videos up this morning on the TikTok and on the Instagram. Got a cool t shirt time because you know, well, I, I might as well just do it right now. I mean, since we're talking about t shirt time, it's t shirt time, yeah, it is. What kind
3: of t shirt time? T-shirt it's t shirt time, yeah. T-shirt
2: now, now, the one time. on Instagram, it's in it's your, uh, t-shirt whatever the TikTok the t-shirt thing is, it sounds different, time. but I'm so nice. Like 30 of my time. shirts, it's t shirt time. Yeah. Oh my god. Shut I'm up. just trying
3: to let everybody know so they you put their t-shirts. Shut up,
2: because I have to explain today's t-shirt, and it's included in that video. Is my brand new Bruiser Brody t-shirt, professional wrestler that was stabbed to death for real in Puerto Rico by a guy named Carlos Colon. Yeah, Bruiser Brody, I got to meet him once. He was a super nice guy, awesome wrestler. Love this shirt. He's got a big old fur ring vest on. Just, he was badass. Man, Bruiser Brody was the truth. So, yeah, that's today's t shirt. Uh, let's do some good morning, shall we? Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Kale, first one here, says, Y'all can suck it first today. <laughs> uh, Fire says, Good morning, Kale, Arnie, and Ass Family fire. then says, Ogre, if you're listening, I hope you feel better soon. Uh, Ogre uh, contacted me last night, texted back and forth. He's leaving the hospital. I know that he posted on social media uh, that it hurt because of the incision, but now he's got to take it easy for a month. So hopefully he'll be listening to all the shows. If not, he's sleeping in. Hopefully he's not in any pain. So, yeah, good vibes going your way still. Ogre, my man. Tim says, all right, Kale." Where's the coffee and donuts? Uh, Douglas says, congrats, Kale. Your punctuality is not going unnoticed. Happy Friday, Eve, uh, fellow ass familia. (laughs) Tim says, the lack of coffee and donuts is also not going unnoticed. Hangtown Jen says, happy Thursday, ass family. Douglas says, Tim, Kale uh, sent the donuts and coffee virtually. It's healthier that way. Sassy Pammy, the show wrecker, she says, good morning. Well, how are you? Young Harm, my man, Young Harm. By the way, last night I posted the uh, T-shirt idea. Oh, my friend Brandy's listening. Hey, Brandy, how are you? In the good old FLA. Yeah, we, we posted, don't be an elbow shirt. So I, I need to get you guys to vote on that. rise, good morning to you. Dave Co is in the house. I'm ready to be entertained, make it happen. Well, I will. Brandy Kid, good morning to you. I hope you have a fantastic day. I finally there were two great Joe Biden drops that I heard yesterday. So, here we go. Here's the first one. You ready?
4: In in San Francisco is all about, well, you know, gay 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 bathhouses and every it's all about round the clock sex. It's all Come on, man.
5: You know, if you're free after this, we could go back to my place and try to fit some balls in your can.
4: I was very
2: unprofessional by by Anderson Cooper that last part. I mean, I can't I I can't I don't know what this this whole talk was about, but
4: Biden said in in San Francisco is all about, well, you know, gay, gay, gay bathhouses and everybody. It's all about round the clock sex. It's all come on, man.
5: You know, if you're free after this, we could go back to my place and try to fit some balls in your can.
2: That is very unprofessional. I have to say on Anderson Cooper's part, that is very, very unprofessional. By the way, I've been looking for this one. This is where when, when he w- did this interview with Anderson Cooper when he was already the president when he got the shots nine days before he became president. I've been looking for this lie and they've been hiding it. I found it yesterday. When you and
4: I talked last we talked about it's one thing that the vaccine which we didn't have when we came into office. Huh? but A vaccinator. How do you get the vaccine into someone's arm?
2: A fucking syringe.
4: How could I be the president of the United States of America?
2: I don't know. I don't know how. I'm as, I'm just as stupefied as you. But there he is. We have it now. And and this the, this is is sparking me into. We haven't really started the show, but we kind of have. Um, this rapper juvenile. I guess he does that song back that thing up. Well, now he's got a new song all out called. Vax that thing up. I, I'm not kidding. This is real.
1: You've been an online day yeah? chair, find a mate yeah? open up the okay, as yeah? okay, yeah. Pop up, you look looking tight, yeah. Nice chair, yeah? got your bio reading, right chair, yeah? precise chair. Yeah? But before you find a day yeah? chair, you got a wait, chair, yeah? gotta go back to nature, get a straight chair. Girl, you look good, won't you fax that thing? You're a handsome young brother, won't you fax that thing?
2: That's awful. That, that that right there is fucking terrible. And it's terrible on so many levels. Why not call up Rod Stewart and do his hit song, Infatuation, but just call it Vaccination? Here we go. Here we go. I'll, I'll come up with some words. I haven't written these yet. I remember this one. This was on MTV all the time. Mm. Let's see if I get, I, I, if I can freestyle something here. Come on now. Early in the morning, I can't sleep. I can't work and I can't eat. <coughs> I feel sick all day, I can't concentrate. Maybe I'm making a big mistake. Yeah. Here we go. It's got me down like a killer shark. Like a railroad running right through my heart. Checking on high the way I may feeling tonight. Come on, let's get through the hit. Oh no, not again. I missed it the first time. What a sin. Uh, Get vaccination. Get vaccination. Get vaccination. Get vaccination. Now, Now you can't tell me. That wasn't better than than the little little uh little rap thing there. Oh, oh oh oh. You want you, you want something else? Okay, here you go. Here you go. Yeah, this one will definitely be a better better choice. Oh come on, you've got to be kidding me. <sighs> Hold on, so there we go. So then I oh, said, I don't want him. Limu the emu. Arnie's going to start to vaccinate the cow instead of fucking it. Jeez Louise, where the hell was this when we had an AIDS epidemic? A little rapping about, <laughs> wrap that thing up. Could have saved millions. Yeah. This is the song that is going to save millions right here.
5: Yeah! Woohoo!
2: It's a vaccination! Let's vaccinate and have a good time, there's a party going on right here, a vaccination that celebrates the years, so bring your sick ones, oh yeah, uh, a vaccination that lasts throughout the years, so bring your old people, your youngsters too, we're gonna vaccinate everybody with you, come on now vaccinate. Just stop. Just, just stop all of this fucking horse shit. This is fucking terrible. We shouldn't be releasing songs to tell people to get vaccinated. That, 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 that is going to inspire them more than the freebies states were giving away, like one beer. Now this one is fucking brilliant. Well, thank you. You're just like Rod Stewart, minus the spiked hair and these 16 ounces of cum in your stomach. Thank you. Back in black, back in vaxxed. Yeah, there you go. I mean, look, these all write themselves. That's the thing about this. All it has to be, vaccination. uh, If you get a four-syllable word with an N at the end, you've got it. I like the bestiality theme more than the vaccination theme. Well, I, I was just doing that to to show off my range. You know, I, I mean, honestly. <laughs> By the way, did anybody ask that rapper to come up with a vaccination song? Did Joe Biden call him? Did Joe go, uh, hey, hey, uh, hey.
4: Corn Pop was a bad dude. The same stable genius who said the biggest problem we had in the Revolutionary War is we didn't have enough airports.
2: Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. He He called that little rapper and said,
4: This country is doomed. It is doomed, not just because of African Americans, but because by 2040, this country is going to be minority white European. Why? Why?
2: Wow, wow I, I mean that that's all you can really say about our our current leader. Let I me mean, get through all this bullshit COVID stuff first, and then we'll really start the show. <laughs> California, you now have your own variant. You know how we're all supposed to be so afraid of the Delta? Well, now the Epsilon is out. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Spike proteins in the California Epsilon variant may be able to evade the neutralizing antibodies in the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines. Vaccines could be potentially reduced to 50 to 70% against the new Epsilon strain. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, the new Epsilon. So you weren't scaring people with your wacky Greek letter. <laughs> with 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 the last one. The delta variant, now we're going epsilon. I I I mean, seriously? Th- th- this is getting to be so dumb. You got places in California that they want vaccinated to wear vaccinated people to wear masks. And Fauci comes out and says vaccination people should be wearing masks to show their support for those non fuck you. How about nobody wear a goddamn mask? How about we worry about fucking let's get in this country back up and running and get income pooping stupid ass out of office. Douglas says, I'm really getting annoyed by those people driving alone with masks. Seriously, at this point, it's survival of the fittest, and those people will be the first to drop out. You know what? This is what I challenge. I, 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 I challenge. This would be a funny video. If you have to go out someplace and people are wearing masks, you should just put on a life jacket. You should walk around on dry land with a a life jacket on because you don't know if you're going to drown or not. Do that and see what kind of looks you get. Hell, drive with a damn life jacket on. I'm tired of the mask. I, I, I find it funny that people, even in Texas, are still wearing the mask. I'm like, oh, that's a tourist. There's a tourist. There's a tourist. No, and and I'm not gonna put one on we, we when we were just in Tennessee. Oh God's fucking mistake. Jesus, Tennessee sucks. Oh, that's such a bad place. We had a good time, but the it the the people are fucking terrible. Everything there's bad. And and they had some I, w- I was I was kinda nervous that we're gonna have to wear masks during the whole show. No, they, they got rid of that. I'm like, it's about time. That's genius. The floods are coming. <laughs> well, it is hurricane season. So, I, I mean, should Ron DeSantis, because we just had Elsa blow through uh, a portion of Florida that some genius I know who had never been to Florida said, oh, that part of Florida doesn't get hurricanes. I'm like, the entire state gets hurricanes, you fucking idiot. But, but, but this person, and they're, they're whopping almost 20 years on this planet knows more about that than me, but that's okay. I'm not going to say any. So during hurricane season, should Ron DeSantis mandate that all all Floridians have to wear life jackets? I think that would be genius on his part to show just how stupid the masks are. I tell you this right now, he did that, I'm voting for him for president. That's better than the Bill Cosby show that we were working on yesterday. If you weren't here yesterday, oh, man, I got to tell you, we found out that Bill Cosby wants to go back out on tour. And I said the only way that that's profitable, if he comes out and he just starts swearing and he turns it into like a fucking Richard Pryor set, people would fucking forgive him immediately. I, I don't want this ghost dad shit. <laughs> I was working on it again last night. I, I can't do it. I, I just can't. I mean, it's I'm, I'm right at that line with the Whoopi Goldberg, with her superhero character that she wants to develop, an, an elderly black woman. And, and nobody is better at na- nagging than elderly people. So her character was going to be super nagger. That's right, that, that, that's going up to the line, and now I'm taking Bill Cosby. He's going one step even further. But yes, if Ron DeSantis did this, I would vote for him tomorrow for president. Just to show how stupid the idea is. And you know the funny part, here's the funniest part of the whole thing. There would be people, and we all know this, that would take it seriously. Stop it. Stop it. Do not try to say, no, they wouldn't. You know. Come on. I want you to sit there, ass family. I want you to think about it. If that was a mandate that you had to wear life jackets, you know one friend of yours or somebody at work would be that person. You know it. Oh, they're mandate. We gotta wear them. You see that? You walk into a fucking store, sir. Do you? Do you have your life vest on? No, no, no. I wear a life vest to protect you. <laughs> there you go. Oh, uh, there's my virtue signaling. <laughs> Oh my God. All right, so yes. Uh, water wings would be more appropriate. That okay, I'll go water wings or life jacket. But you have to walk around with a flotation device. I know a lot of people that would support it. Yes, Dave Go, that doesn't surprise me that you know a lot of people that would do that. By the way, they came out with the number yesterday. Are we all ready? For the global pandemic death toll. Four million. Four million. Hmm. Uh, more than all the world's wars since 1982. Well, that's a specific war. Uh, who, Chief? World Health uh, hits out at rich nations for snapping up the lion's share of vaccines. What, and then giving them away? Uh, All right, let, let me do the quick math just real quick on a planet of 7 billion. Okay, that's nine zeros and a seven. Four million people. Okay, so 10% of 7 billion is 700 million. Okay, so that would be 10%. That'd be horrible. 10% of that would be 70 million people. Okay, so that's 10%, and that would be 1%. 10% of 1% would be 7 million. So that's, that's a, a, a tenth of a percent. That's 0.1. The number of people that died in the world due to COVID is less than 0.1%. Everybody, think about that. The world stopped. Countries shut down for four million in twenty some odd months. Let me do that math real quick twenty into two hundred thousand people a month. in the world. That that that's in the world. That's not in Texas. That's not in the United States. That is the entire globe. The CDC might demand a recount of deaths because another California county overinflated. Oh, I I I'm just I'm Look, I've been saying since this whole, quote-unquote, pandemic started, and yes, I say, quote-unquote, because I don't really believe it. I don't. And by the way, don't try to change my mind, okay? Don't. We can agree to see not eye-to-eye on this. This was a tactic I don't know by who or whom, They can't explain where it came from, and it shut everything down for 4 million lives in this world. Now, there are a lot of people out there that will say, Oh, you're heartless, aren't you? 4 million people. Well, you know what? Kiss my ass. Because since the beginning, I said, We will never know the truth about this. Of those 4 million people that died worldwide, uh, I would like to point out that the 18,000 in hospice care in America alone, you can take off that number. I think the reason we didn't hear about the flu last year is because it killed more people than COVID, and they didn't want us to know that. That could be truth, but I thought we cured the the flu. There were there were no cases of it. Remember? Sorry for not typing back until now. I've been able to chat. The coffee and donuts are in my belly. saying y'all those empty calories. Saving y'all those empty. Well, thank you, thank you for saving us there, Cale. I would like to see, and and I know this is a fucking pipe dream and I'm really stupid for saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I would like to see if there are any journalists out there, any real reporters, any real truth finders out there that will investigate and dig deep and find out just how many deaths did actually happen in this world. I'm just going to tell you this now. When it comes out that... And and by the way, the numbers were already there. The numbers are already there, that that it is less than 1% of people will die if they even get this. Think about that. Think about that. Think about all the people that got it and didn't die. This is nothing more than a cold. And there's some variants in it that can fuck you up. They shouldn't call this COVID. They should call this the, the straw. This is the straw that broke the camel's back when it comes. That, that's the name of this. It should be because it's the last thing. This one attacks your immune system. If your immune system's already fighting off cancer and, and heart disease and all that kind of shit, well, this one comes and zaps your immune system. Now you don't have an immune system to fight anything, and you're going to die. That's what happens with this. So it, it's not good. But if you don't have any kind of prior shit, in and out uh, of the people that died in a car crash, but their dead bodies tested positive for COVID, take them off. Yes, that now that's a real story. That's a real story from so many cities. There was a guy who uh, was in a motorcycle crash; he was beheaded. I remember doing the story on the show. The man was beheaded in a motorcycle accident. Now, why they're testing him for COVID, I don't know. They test him. He tested positive. He died due to COVID. That's real. That's not made up. Oh, no, no, no. That's for real. And you know what? Fuck the guy at the World Health Organization for trying to, oh, uh, rich nations snapped up a lion's share of vaccines. Yeah, well, because if we're not healthy, guess what? The poor countries ain't going to get our fucking scraps because that's what we send them. And by the way, I'm tired of that. I'm tired of us taking care of the world. I'm kind of a heartless guy when it comes to all this shit. And I don't care because they're just as bad. Do you think them people are going to be friendly to you? You go over to, I don't know, fucking Iraq. You think that that a majority of those, you might run into one or two nice people. I ain't going to say they're all fucking bad. But well, we go over there, you think you're going to be welcome with open arms? Fuck no. You can try to go into Afghanistan right now since we pulled out. Worst fucking pullout ever. That goes to all of you fatherless kids, this has been a worse pullout than you. The United States military had to leave through the cover of darkness last or two nights ago, and they've already looted the airport where the American military was. We'll be back in Afghanistan. Yeah, you didn't snap up the vaccines. We fucking made them. Yeah. We made one of them. One was made in London, but, but we were the ones behind it. So, yes, we made it. It's ours. Fuck you. <sighs> These fucking Olympics. Tokyo Olympics set to be forced behind closed doors after Japan's government declared new state of emergency due to the COVID surge. Why would you even... Like, look, look, look. I'm not the world's biggest fan of the Olympics. The summer games, I think, are better. But I still don't really like them because they reward losers, you know, second and third place. Um, why is it so important? I, I, I don't understand this. I, I, I think that games and sports are important. But... Why would, is this because NBC needs them so badly? And if there are no fans in the stands, let me tell you about watching fanless games. Watching fanless games sucks. Right? Where are all my sports fans out there? Where are all my sports fans? I, 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 I'm, I'm not going to go on until we talk about this. I can tell you, in my heart of hearts, I did not enjoy. I was glad that, that football was on. But if there were no crowds in the stadiums, I did not enjoy it whatsoever. Did you? I, I, I'm wanting to you know Young Harm, he's here. He's a sports fan. Did you, did you enjoy watching sports? Yeah, hated to know crowds. By the way, by the way. Do you know where they're not talking about this? Do you know where they're not talking about this? How about the European soccer championships? Have you seen all the people in the streets all over the world? Well, I thought the Delta variant was killing everybody. England against Italy for the championship? The people in England are going fucking berserk right now. I think Italy's probably going to smoke that ass, but hey, good for the Limeys. It, it honestly that is the that was the last nail for me for the NBA. Was the fake crowd noise and stuff. I I couldn't I I would not do that. I hate the WWE fake crowds. I'm glad that wrestling's coming back. AEW was it was on last night. Uh, still not getting better And, and they still turned me down for tickets A friend of mine just texted me I quit watching anything that took a knee Or put BLM around anything Fields, shirts, etc That that to me was the, the most blasphemous part of all this Oh, we're, we're going to take a stand for this This is what we're going to take a stand for even though that whole sentiment of Black Lives Matter is a lie. It's a complete lie. The people in that group don't even believe that. They don't. Where are they? Where are they right now in New York or Chicago where there were 100 shootings over the 4th of July weekend? One hundred! We talked about on the show yesterday that fucking asshat Cuomo who's wanting to let families go after gun manufacturers now. By the way, it's not going to make it. That will not become a law. I'm watching the NBA Finals, but I've lost my drive to watch basketball because of the fanless seasons. COVID ruined sports. It, re- it did. It hurt baseball bad. I love the fact that Rangers crowds are here. We're going to games. We still suck. We're fucking terrible, but I don't care, man. We had tickets to the Texas OU game last year, and that's when they did that limited number of them, and we didn't get in there. It pissed me off. I'm still pissed off about that. Well, granted, we lost that game, so I'm glad we didn't go, but I'm not glad we didn't go. State Fair of Texas didn't happen last year. So I'm I'm pretty much done when it comes to all that bullshit. <laughs> Um, speaking of Black Lives Matter, I, I, you know, you know, I don't like to do this. You, you know, I don't like to do this, people. I hate it. I hate it more than anything. But well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Utah's Black Lives Matter chapter. <laughs> sorry, Utah's Black Lives Matter chapter declared the American flag a symbol of hate. There it is. There it is. I told you so. You give them an inch. You give them an inch. And what happens? Start taking. And take it, and take it. Well, we got to get rid of the Confederate flag. That's just racist. Okay, take it away. We got to get rid of all these statues of these, well, the, these Civil War leaders. They aren't, they aren't heroes. It's just take them down, take them down, take them down. You know, you, you know that, that, that Abraham Lincoln, he didn't do enough. He didn't really care. So we're going to take down his statue. And George Washington, he had slaves. Take that shit down. What else did they had the American flag? They flew that. So that's a racist thing. So take it down. This is what this wonderful woman says. We, when we black Americans see this flag, we know the person flying it is not safe to be around. When we see this flag, we know the person flying it is a racist when we see this flag, we know that the person flying it lives in a different America than we do. We see this flag, we question your intelligence. We know who avoid you. It's a symbol of hatred. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh my god. EGB three says our country's on attack from the inside. Yes. Fuck BLM and those anti-American fucktards. I'll be right back. I'm going to watch some porn and mellow out before my blood pressure pops my ears. Why are you letting it pop your ears? I told you. Maybe now people will start listening. I can't see the American flag. I, I think that will be the tipping point. Look. If you try to take that down at schools and shit like that i i I think that will be that will be that moment where that conquistador ride that has gone so far to the left it's almost all the way upside down it's going to come hard swinging to the right
6: ah. Uh.
2: If you look at my flag and think that your opinion isn't valid. Now, I will say this. If you look back on the history, and that's all these people have to do. There was a time when there were a million Klansmen that marched on Washington, D.C. Why? Because the Klan was a gigantic political party. It was an offshoot from the Democratic Party. The Democrats started the Klan. The Klan got so big and so powerful that they kind of splintered off. Still Democratic though. And they had this march in Washington, D.C., I believe it was 1934 Some The years 1919, 1918, and 1934 all stand out to me for that, for some reason. And you see all these Klansmen walking up and down, right? Like 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 they're marching in Washington, DC. And they're all carrying flags. Not the Confederate flag, though. They're carrying the American flag. And I've been waiting on this, and I told you it was going to happen. This is going to become a national debate. And I'm telling you, all of you red blooded Americans out there, if you haven't stood up for anything yet, why don't you put on some fucking shoes? I, I tell you this right now. I, I I would be willing to die for that flag. I know a lot of people that have been who have died for that flag. I would be willing to put my life on the line for it. My dad did it, so why shouldn't I? Um, let's see. Um EGB, I'm pretty sure there's several quotes from founding fathers about our failure. If it happens, it will be with from in, within, from within. Yeah, and we're letting it happen. I mean, I don't know. so if you're a Democrat, you're a racist. Well, the Democrats will go along with this getting rid of the flag. I'm telling you that right now. And yes, Democrats have been racist for, I don't know, since the Democratic Party started. They're the ones who drew up the Jim Crow laws. And y'all can all pick on the South because that's where it was. It was the South. And it was until Lyndon Baines Johnson took over for JFK and signed the first Voters' Right Act law in 1964 And allowed black uh, 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 conventioners on the floor. Lyndon Johnson lost the Dixiecrats. He had the liberals. That is what ended the hard Democrat life. And they turned into liberals. Because Hubert H. Humphreys was his vice president from Minnesota. He worked hand in hand with Dr. Martin Luther King. The first voters' bill was not that great, and they signed like another one. I think there's three they signed. But yeah, if you you want to go back to old school Democrats, no, that 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 party is rooted in racism. God help the person who pulls down and disgraces a flag in front of me because I will stomp a fucking mud hole in their ass, yeah? I think I'm pretty safe where I am here. I mean, if you go into Dallas and and, and a little bit more of the urbanized cities, maybe, this idea that that the American flag is racist (coughs) is beyond sickening to me. Beyond sickening. I, I really do hope that I have my friend Brian on the show. Uh, my buddy Brian is going to be running for Congress, and he wants to come on the show. And I want to talk to him about things like this. Where where does this narrative come from? Like, that that's what I'd like to get down to. Why do these people live in America and hate it so much? What makes them hate it so much? Because it's fair. They're not getting an advantage anymore. Nobody gets an advantage. It's it's a a level playing field everywhere. I I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't know. Man, you want to talk about something creepy that happened yesterday? Good old Joe Biden decided to visit Chicago. And, yep, that's right. Mayor Gollum was waiting for him. Nobody likes you. You're a liar.
4: I'm, a I'm gonna get in trouble with my my staff. Yeah, go ahead, but I pre- pretend that you didn't answer. you.
2: Yeah, see, he he didn't even know what to do. He he was just oh god.
4: Uh, I, I shouldn't say it. I'm gonna say something I don't. I I probably shouldn't say. Anyway,
2: I see more rainbow flags here in Oregon than anything else. Lol. Oh. I've always had this question. Not that I'm going to do it, but I I, ask family, here we go. You know, it is considered uh, an act of free speech to burn the American flag. What would happen to someone if they burned a rainbow flag in public? Nobody has an answer. Uh, It would get uh, slapped by a million purses. Young Harm says hate crime. (laughs) I think you summon a unicorn. Oh, geez, that would be a hate crime. Now, why is that a hate crime? Arrested for hate speech. Why? They get the shit beat out of them by a bunch of bulldogs. (laughs) Care Bears would arrive. Why? If you can burn an American flag, then why in the fuck can't you burn a rainbow flag? And by the way, hate speech has been deemed protected under the First Amendment of the United States of America by the Supreme Court. So it's not hate speech, because, and if it is hate speech, so fucking what? I'm protected. Now, if somebody were to say uh, a bunch of gay people would start beating the hell out of you, or if you were to say you'd get fired from your job, I could live with both those if it was on TV. Because those are the consequences that go with it. You might have the right to do something, but that doesn't mean, that only means you're protected from the government, meaning the police can't come and arrest you. Jen, what if I bought the flag? <laughs> wait, wait. Clearly a hate crime. You can't go and burn somebody else's pride flag. You just can't. Well, no, what if, what if it was mine? What if I bought? The? Yeah, yeah, there it is. Douglas, what if I bought the flag? I think uh, I hate the thought of somebody burning the American flag so much, air uh, can flag so much. I think burning any flag should be a hate uh, a flag, should be a hate crime, and punishable offense. Okay. It's just an interesting, st- it, 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 it's something that has been in my head for a long time. I don't understand how burning the American flag is freedom of speech. I, 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 I don't understand that. I, I just don't. But, but whatever. It's protected. So I have to live with that. But people on that side, then they need to have to live with the fact that there could be people out there that burn your flag. And you can't do anything about it. Just saying. Uh, so Biden Biden met with uh, Gollum here, and they were talking about all sorts of. Nobody oh goddamn it! You. Not her again. You're a liar. I'm a thief. Uh, murderer. Uh, bro, you're calling somebody a murderer, boy. That's rich. Chicago experienced its most violent weekend of 2021 (laughs) over the 4th of July weekend. Oh, Lightfoot as manager is a public safety expert and Tuesday vowed that we are doing absolutely everything we can to stem violence. By the way, you are failing. You are failing so bad. If your kid was asked Is 4 plus 3, Q? Does that equal Q? That kid wouldn't be as wrong as what you're doing to curb violence in Chicago. Every weekend it gets worse. We're setting new records. How do they even have population left in Chicago? They're killing 100 people on Saturday night alone. Man, oh man! I would love to work in the, in the uh, the hospitality Chicago area, the tourist center. Oh, I'm sure it's bustling. Who the fuck would go to Chicago now? Well, this already this is just on the south side. they have cars? You Hear about that kid who was on a commuter bus? He was a college junior. Motherfucker got shot in the back of the neck. Died. We're doing everything we can. No, you're not. Are, Are you enforcing curfews all over the city? Oh, you're not? Have you declared martial law? Then you're not doing everything you can. I used to be okay with people burning the American flag as I am for maximum freedom. But the problem with disrespecting the American flag is it encourages this anti-American movement. Don't get me wrong. I don't like people disrespecting the flag, but I am pro-freedom. And the, the, the entails that people can do what, they, what I don't like as long as there isn't a victim. I, I Look, hey, Douglas, I, I get what you're saying. Look, I don't like, I hate. When people And I would gladly be arrested beating somebody's ass for burning the American flag. I, that's a consequence that, that I'll have coming to me, and I'm okay with that. Um, this whole idea that, that we're in now that we hate America so much, here's what I don't understand. Where do they think it's better? This isn't, uh, this isn't xenophobic Arnie coming out to talk here. No, no, no. This is, this is a real question I have. Where are they going to live that's better? Well, Canada, they, they just passed a law that says they can edit your social media. So imagine if if we if this show was based in Canada and my jokes that I tell on TikTok, by the way, today's TikTok jokes. Uh, you guys ready? Uh, let's see. Uh, did you hear that Bill Cosby has a sex tape? Yeah, twice as strong as duct tape. How do you stop a Mexican tank? You shoot the guy pushing it. That one's a good one. The last one's my favorite. What's the best part about an Ethiopian blowjob? You know she's gonna swallow. Yes, going to hell for all those. I I, I know. Hi, Mama. Happy Friday Eve. Consistency and, and consistency and logic, right? Yeah, those are my rules. Blame Canada, Sheila Brovski. No, but no, I use Canada as an example cuz that's an easy one. Cuz nobody ever wants to, you know, when all them celebrities were talking about when Donald oh, Donald Trump gets elected, we're moving to Canada. We're moving to Canada. We're moving to Canada. Not one person. Not even fucking George Lopez said, "Oh, we're going to Mexico." We already know that that's not a better option. Mexico not a better option. So where are you going to go? If America is so bad, and by the way, what makes it so bad? What makes it so bad? Because you see, eventually what happens, and we already see it happening, and it is awesome to watch this. When you give these woke people so much power, they start turning on themselves. They're cannibals. Proof in point, the spa that we talked about yesterday down in L.A., where the transgender female wiggled her penis at a child. The spa didn't kick her out because, well, they didn't want to kick out a transgender person. Look, they, 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 they knew the optics. The optics were all fucking wrong, though. Everybody is wrong about this. I said it yesterday. I'll say it every fucking day this week if I have to about that spa. Stop looking at what these people are. Oh, wow. Carlos just texted me. I got a surprise for Arnie is now back. Uh, uh, Miss you, man. Love, t- uh, love taking back dad jokes. Oh, good. I-, I appreciate that. Thank you. Carlos just texted me, so uh, uh, good morning to Carlos's girlfriend. Uh, thank you so much for missing me. Yeah, I'm here every day. But, but wh- the best part about this woke society is that there's no such thing as woke enough. We won't ever get to a point where we're woke enough. And do you know what that means? All that shit that they want to change in America, if we are just to sit over to the side and they're going to change it? Well, somebody who doesn't like that shit is going to change it right afterwards. And it's going to be this long, receding fucking circle of events that happens and happens and, happens and happens and happens and happens and happens and happens and happens. Why? Because they don't let people like us out of the glass anymore. We're here to break break the glass in case of emergency. Well, the emergency's here, and I'm ready. These people though, oh, I hate America. America's terrible. Blah blah blah. Well, go somewhere. No, nobody like that. That's the thing, man. Ain't nobody holding you from leaving. Get out. See ya. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. you ain't no, you ain't never heard of that? Come on now. God ah, damn it! And and it all stems from the, this basic idea that you have the right to do everything. I'm tired of explaining that one. I'll tell you that right now. All right, now let, let, let's talk about something that's a. Uh, oh wait, now th- this is this is idiotic. I gotta say this right now. Donald Trump is planning on suing Facebook and Twitter. Alleged censorship says they've ceased to be private. According to who? It's not free. As many people that want to say Facebook is free. Okay, get me Facebook without an Internet account. Once the government starts allowing it, once the government starts providing free Internet for everybody, Then you can tell whatever group's online, this is what you can and can't do. It ain't free, though. Okay? The government's not in charge of it. They can't make the rules. They're going to try. And I get what Donald Trump... Look, this is the the failed attempt that Donald Trump's trying to do. It's like that track and field star. She's not trying to get fucking marijuana posed, put on the Olympic Committee's unbanned... She's trying to make... How stupid it is that pot is illegal, but penis isn't to be on a girl's team. I like her stance, even though I think the way she did it was wrong. A lot better than this stance. He's trying to say that due to the fact that everybody uses social media, you can't go anywhere without using social media. That's no longer private. Well, it's still private. It's still their company. They can ban you if they want to. Look, hey, I, I still use them. They, I, I don't know how much backlash they saw. And what they'll tell you, what the Supreme Court should tell you, Mr. Former President, start your own page. That's what they'll tell you. And then you can ban people. You can You can... You can make it free of charge to join, just like Facebook. You have to have the internet, though, and then you can run things. You, not the government. You. So, th- this lawsuit's going to get bounced out of court very, very quickly. I'm, I'm very surprised that I, I. I think he's just all this is is he's trying to give them a little black eye.
6: Uh-huh.
2: He knows this one stands no shot. Uh, the government will never take over social media because then it would be subjected to the First Amendment and companies would no longer be allowed to censor their conservatives. The way it is, private com- companies are government uh, working outside of the Constitution. Look, I, I, I use social media for one thing, honestly, and that is to promote my shows. That's why I have social media. That's so why I do the TikTok videos. That's so why I have Instagram. I mean, I put some pictures up there and, and things like that, but it's mainly to promote because you, you get these you get these keyboard fucking warriors on there, right? And you see it all over you, you see it on every platform, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. You got keyboard muscles on there. And those used to be referred to as beer muscles. But see, they have keyboard muscles because they're fucking two weenies to even go out and buy beer ever. But they'll talk up a good game. And once they talk to somebody who's a little bit older and a little bit wiser and they piss that person off enough, that person says something they shouldn't, and boom, they get removed from that platform. They're all a bunch of evil little trolls. That's all they are. All these people are. And until they come out of their house and we can put them over our knee, take them to the woodshed, if you will. Until that happens, get, this is going to continue. I have a show in Sacramento on September 30, or September 17th, my 50th birthday. I will tell you this right here, right now. If anyone, anyone tries to politically correct me on the show or, or, or jeer or something, I'm coming after you. Oh, you are not safe. You, you have entered my dojo, and I am going to throw the gauntlet down on you. On this show, I will let opinions ring, and, and, and we can have conversations and all that stuff. You want to interrupt my stand-up show? All those good people paid good money to come and see a comedian. They didn't come to see you. So I tell you what. I'll give you two seconds to shut up. And if you keep going, I'm going to make you so mad that you want to fucking kill me. Will I talk about fucking your mother? Repeatedly. Will I talk about how ugly your wife is? Absolutely. Will I talk about how everybody in that certain area hates you because you have fucking horrible B.O.? Yes. By the way, these these are just, these are the warm-ups. Then I'm going to get nasty. Because nobody's got time for that. By the way, nobody likes that. Nobody likes hecklers. No, it's not part of the show. The comedian on stage busts their ass working on their material, writing it day in and day out, perfecting their craft, living in shitty hotel rooms, driving 200 miles to get an eight minute spot and get $25. Now you're going to come to my show and fucking heckle me? Fuck you, motherfucker. And I didn't have to go through that. So, yeah, everybody hates hecklers. Oh, God almighty. Nothing I hate more. Right now I have to find a liberal girlfriend to bring to the show. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. That is funny right there. Uh, All right, so we got that one out of the way. I talked about the Tokyo Olympics, right? Yeah, those aren't – I can't believe those are going to happen still. I think that's just stupid on their part. How about this? Uh, Wait, what was that? Oh, yeah, I already did that story. Okay. Uh, Remember how I told you yesterday the University of Miami, uh, a company has signed them, the whole team, to a deal? Well, now the University of Notre Dame's offensive line secures an endorsement from Mission Barbecue. They're in 16 states, including Indiana. Uh, Mission Barbecue, you suck! I will never eat at Michigan Bar or Mission Barbecue. Place sounds gross. They probably got some kind of weird potato salad. Like, yam potato salad or something. But they have signed a, a deal with everybody on the offensive line. By the way, this isn't the first restaurant. I guess this has been happening now all over the place. The Arkansas Razorbacks offensive line made a deal with Arkansas-based Wright's Barbecue. <laughs> what does this mean? Uh, I I mean, look, hey, I'm glad the kids are finally getting paid. Um, But are they going to look like NASCARs, or are they going to look like they play for the University of Arkansas? Offensive line sponsored by Wright's Barbecue. Is that what all their names are going to be, Wright's Barbecue? I think the NCAA might have something to say about that. Especially if Wright's barbecue isn't paying the NCAA. This is so dumb. Oh, that's funny shit right there. Hurricane. Okay, final story here of this segment. I know that this is this has been a travesty. And nobody's really talked about it that much, except for Walgreens. Well, now it happened in San Francisco at Neiman Marcus. Looters were captured on video Monday, ransacking the Neiman Marcus in downtown San Francisco. Nine suspects smashed display cases, snatched handbags, and ran out of the building before law enforcement arrived at the scene. Suspects were seen running out of the store with their hands full of merchandise before a getaway car. Now, this brings up a law that was recently passed. And I don't know if this is true in California, so you're going to have to update me on this. Because if this is true, boy, my trip in September just got better. I hear they will not prosecute in California shoplifters, for anything valued under $999. Ask family, is that true? It is true my son works for a grocery store. People will fill a cart and just walk out, and they can't do anything about it. Well, I want, I want to look up what this law uh, California shoplifting laws. Okay. Entering an open business with the intent to steal less than $950 worth of property is shoplifting under the state law unless you have some major convictions punishable by uh, a half year in county jail and fines up to $1000 updated 2020 oh may 27 i a misdemeanor offense the section defines the crime is punishable by probation fines restitution and up to 6 months in jail uh lol targets get robbed left and right and nobody blinks an eye but a neiman marcus calls and everyone loses their mind <laughs> Well, nobody think that they would do that in downtown. I mean, that's in Union Square. Targets are all over the city. This is like the financial area. And now people are going into Neiman Marcus and looting? Andrew's in the house. Cockblock work, cockblock me, uh, my morning ass. Bastards. Man, now, so is this $950 a store? Or is this like $950 a day? Because if it's a store, like, I can get $950 worth of shit in every store I go into. Let's see. I'm definitely going to Sunglass Hut. Y'all motherfuckers are about to get robbed. I'm just telling you. I'm going to walk right over to the Tom Ford section. Got it. Tom Ford, not Todd Ford. Tom Ford. I don't like his cologne. His cologne, sound, it, it don't smell good at all. Ooh, that's, I'll go to Estee Lauder. Get me some cologne there. Police won't even show up if they do and manage to catch the people they get a ticket. Poor Grandma Edna missed the golden age. Oh, but her training will have come in to be valuable. Says I have a nine hundred and fifty dollar limit. I'm getting a new set of tires on my van. Man, I'm just I'm thinking like, oh the mall, oh lids. Fuck yeah. Just walk out of the store. Be wearing a couple different shirts in the mall. That way I can change my shirt real quick. Wearing a yellow WWF shirt, and I put on black, you know, fucking, you know, Leonard Skinner shirt. Good to go. That is awesome. By the way, by the way, here here's the way. If you ever want to uh, to help police out in a, in a crime, look at the person's shoes. It's a tip. Look at the person's shoes. They've got time to change their top or a hat. They don't change their shoes though, so. If you ever see anybody, like, stealing or anything, look at their shoes, too. Shit, I'd wear a mask for that. (laughs) Well, see, that was the thing I was so upset with America, is that bank robberies didn't go through the roof. I mean, I remember, like, it wasn't that long ago, maybe 10, 11 years ago, where on Halloween you'd walk into like a, a, a 7-Eleven and they would have a sign up that say no masks allowed. I never thought I'd da- see a day where I saw a sign on a Seven Eleven that says you have to wear a mask to come in here. So nobody's getting charged for stealing up to $950 and they're getting paid more to steal in their ass and they would not go to work. Way to go, Democrats. Christ on a crutch. Can we just get on with the rapture already? No, not before my fucking shoplifting spree that I'm about to go on. Mm hmm. Let's see. We'll go there. Go there. Sunglass out. Lids. That's probably it. Oh, shit, the Big and Fat store. Oh, man, yes. Let's take me a big-ass bag. Big and Fat store, yes. Gonna nail that place in California. Oh, good God almighty. This is gonna be awesome. (laughs) No, I'm not really going to do that much. Uh, all right, phone number 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write the show. Uh, tomorrow, remember, we have the, uh, to kick off the weekend the right way, my man Young Harm came up with a great idea for Celebrity-Ass Deathmatch. Tomorrow we're going to do Biggest Potheads, the Mount Rushmore of Potheads. We got some good, it's going to be a tough one. I'm just telling you right now, it's going to be tough. And Adam J had an idea, and I'll talk more about it tomorrow on the show at ArnieRadio.com.
0: Uh, Ernest Tubb was the sweetest man to me. He was like another father to me. Ernest Tubb told them like it was. He said, "I know his daddy real well. They were jealous of him too when he came to Grand Ole. shaking all over the stage, and hey, good-looking, alive. I said, the funny part ever, it, what y'all don't realize, all these good old rock and roll players that know how to play, they told me right off the bat, son, I love that song. If they don't like Hank Williams, they can kiss our ass.
1: I sing songs about Texas I sing them often as if she some old lover I used to know I wish I could follow them back to the homeland every time you hear one on my radio. sky, so I'm mean, I'll tell you friends, there's a song. Well, here's to the guitar, just rising in the air. And I still want to sing me one more song. Seven seven five three seven six easy easy.
2: Man. Jesus.
0: Jesus. I mean. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen.
2: That hat is fucking awesome. Okay. Uh, That's not what I want to talk about. Braddy Kid already put on here, listener of the year. Sorry, boys. Well, I just got to say, y'all motherfuckers are lucky that I am back because on a run to the grocery store this morning, we had just started the show, and uh, Braddy Kid went to the grocery store and they were dropping off the new flavors of Bluebell ice cream. Now, I don't know when exactly they come out, but they do seasonal flavors. Last, last season it was Blackberry Cobbler, which is good, but a Chocolate Sheet Pan, which is good, but it dropped today. I am my father's son. His favorite dessert is also my favorite dessert, and that is coconut cream pie. And Blue Bell Ice Cream has just released coconut cream pie. You can see the ice cream that looks like whipped cream on top. And yes, there are pieces of crust in there. Oh, my God. I could have literally sat and stood at next to the freezer and eaten that entire thing. I took a big old glob of my mouth, and I was like, yeah, done. When are they going to release their Copenhagen flavor? Oh, if you have a chance to get bluebell ice cream, I would say run, don't walk. We might have to stock up on this in the old outside freezer. (laughs) This is the best ice cream I've ever had. Oh, my God. Wow. I can continue, and I will continue the show because I am a professional. My palate's been cleansed now with Dr. Pepper and Copenhagen. And I will just dream of the next time I I encounter... The coconut cream ice cream. Coconut cream pie ice cream. That's the greatest thing I ever heard. I think I might have sent him that, that idea in. As a matter of fact, you know what? I am going to take credit for that. <laughs> Andrew says, do I need to take my pants off of this? Gail says, Andrew, I'm working and mine are already off. Oh, yeah, it's that good. It is that good. I mean, think of the best coconut cream pie you ever had, and now put it in ice cream. Holy shit. Damn, that's good. Oof. All right. Let, 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 let's continue with this show. Let's stop this pornography right now. Bill Gates, you know what? Bill Gates ain't so dumb after all. In an agreement, Bill Gates can fire his wife Melinda from their foundation. You know, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, he can fire her from that. If they don't get along post divorce. What does that mean? They don't get along, they don't act amicably together? What a divorce couple? If Relations Sour, Bill can buy out Melinda, who would uh, form her own charity. Foundation CEO announced the charity would add members to the board of trustees. Berkshire Hathaway CEO Warren Buffett resigned as a trustee in June. Yeah, because he didn't want to be a part of this shit show anymore. Uh, he has the option of removing his wife Melinda French Gates from the... Bowl. Wow, they're, they're using her maiden name now. Oh, I I don't see them getting along. I just don't. These wacky kids, if billions of dollars couldn't keep them together, the foundation will? Okay. You know what I think it is? This, This is what I think it is, personally. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. This was a dorky nerd and a frumpy girl. That's what it was. He was a a, a dorky nerd that probably didn't lose his virginity until he met Kankles. Or, I'm sorry, Melinda. Who's like a, she looks like a a cross between like a a, a heavier Nancy Pelosi and, and Manny Patankin. I'm not kidding. If you look at her, I, I got a picture of her right now. She looks like Manny Patankin. Tell me, Look, I'll share it with you. You know Manny Patankin, the Delito Montoya? You killed my father prepared to die? Criminal minds? You scroll down. You just scroll down to where there's that picture of Bill standing there in his blue suit. And then you got her. And then there, there she is smiling. She definitely looks like Manny Patankin. Maybe she's related to him. I don't know. Maybe that's why they share genetics. But she's a frumpy girl. This girl was not in, in phi beta kappa. Th- this girl probably wouldn't even be in Tri Delta. Everybody else has. Hey now. Ha <laughs> ha. All my frat brothers and sisters out there. Woo! Pay for friends. have <laughs> heavier Nancy Pelosi. Would you put a grain of salt in her pocket? That bitch is a skeleton with a scan on it, right? I mean, you look at at Melinda Gates. Melinda Gates looks like Manny and I am not taking that back. She could star on the reboot of Criminal Minds. But these two wacky kids probably found each other one night. He was probably having a beer because he wanted to seem like a normal guy. She was probably the waitress. She was nice to him. He was nice to her. Maybe he went back a couple nights in a row. They went out on a couple dates. They both lost their virginity to each other because, like I said, she's frumpy and he's a dipshit. And then all of a sudden he becomes the richest man in the world and it seems that he's got this integrity about him that he's going to stay with the woman that was with him when he was broke. Now, come on. Come on. We all know how the world works. Guys aren't that way. Well, look, I imagine she's going to stay with him. Of course she's going to stay with him because she loves him because women actually do know what that means. You get this dork now. Who's all of a sudden, think about it, you've given him the keys to the castle of cool. Why? Because he can pay for it. Uh, Alicia says, good morning, y'all. Slept in H-E-L-L-A late, but I'm here. <laughs> good try. I think you're going to slip one by me. Uh, uh-uh. Got to get up pretty early in the morning. And I am fueled on uh, coconut cream pie ice cream. That's my new spinach, people. I might be eating a bowl of it while I'm up on stage. I don't know. I don't know if I have time. But Bill Gates gets some money in his pocket, driving Ferraris, driving Lamborghinis, got a heated driveway. Women hear about her clothes collection, how she has, like, dry cleaners, like, type closet. Women are like, fuck, I'll just take, like, three dresses. And, you know, they touch his pee-pee. He likes that. He's a guy, of course. He's a guy. He's gonna like it when chicks touch his pee pee. He's gonna be like, Wow, and I I only have to give you three dresses? Okay, no problem. Touch my PP again. I tell you what, if my PP can touch your butt butt, then I'll give you a car. He men are, 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 are fallible. Men are completely fallible. I'm not giving him an excuse for it. He shouldn't do it. And and that's the problem. Every man knows better, but men are fallible. Good men don't do that. Bill Gates, not a good man. He can give all the fucking money he wants to give to to charity and, and help keep flies off distended bellies over in Africa as long as he possibly can. He ain't a good man. He does nice things, but he's not a good man. Anyone who ever cheats on someone they took a vow with is not a good man. I'm sorry. You took a vow. And, and by the way, the same goes for women. You're not a good woman if you cheated. Now, I don't think that she cheated. I think she's just too goddamn frumpy. Oh, you know what else is in her face? I'll tell you this right now. I just looked over there. The first George Bush. She's like the love child of George Bush and Manny Patankin. If, if you were to mix those two faces together, bam, Melinda Gates. Alicia, I am H-E-L-L-A, glad you still made it, LOL. Good for you. How in the fuck, I, I, I'm seeing a side story next to this. How in the fuck did Adam Duritz, the lead singer of, of Counting Crows, ever date Jennifer Aniston? I, 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 how, how was that even possible? Uh, I'm always questioning his ulterior motive. Bill Gates is evil. Well, you know what I think it is? This is what I think. His his actions, if you question him, what he's doing is he's trying to buy his salvation to be a good man. I don't know how good of a father he was. I I, I don't know. I wasn't there to see him interact with his children. Kids seem to be doing okay, so I, I can't say he's a bad father. But with all the women he cheated on with, Let me ask this simple question here. Let me get the Jeopardy music ready. If Bill Gates wasn't not a billionaire, if he was just a regular guy, computer programmer in Cincinnati, or wherever the fuck he's from, you think he ever cheats on Melinda? If he's just a regular guy, does he cheat on Melinda? You guys think that? Okay, Straightfire says, yes, I don't think the money would make a difference. Andrew says, yep. VCoop Coop says, yes. EGB3 says, I don't think he could have got Melinda without the money. Um, Elise says, yeah, because he's a douchebag. Braddock says, no. I don't think he does. I think that they, they, he allowed, and this is another thing, he allowed the money to turn him into a douchebag. Because he does really do some good things, but what he's trying to do is buy his his good man status back. By the way, once you lose it, you can't get it back. You can't. Yeah, and that's why, that's why I said, you know, do you think he would have cheated on Melinda? Because he had her before the money. If he didn't have money, I think he would. I think that he saw the glimpse, and, and, and I get it. I get why he did it. By the way, all of us would. All of us would. We would, be, we would be blinded by billions of dollars. We're the richest man in the world. Do you know what that means? The word no is not in your vocabulary anymore. When you ask a question for something, I want you to think about that. Think about that as hard as you can. I want a diamond-encrusted Mercedes. That's unheard of. I want it. Well, it costs like $6 million. I want it. It gets done. So it's kind of hard. I understand. and that, But that's why there aren't many good men out there. That's why a lot of the good men aren't worth billions upon billions of dollars. Because they're focused on being a good man, a good man, a provider for their wife, for their children, for their families. That's what their focus is on. Bill Gates lost that focus a long time ago, even though he could take care of them. But now, now that he can take care of them ten times over, his daughter has a problem, fucking hire a shrink. Go talk to him. Dad's busy. Dad's busy trying to fucking break 130 at Augusta National where he shouldn't be a member. He's the guy who couldn't get hot chicks until he had the money. He still can't get hot chicks because they only want his money. And you know what? Bill Gates probably doesn't care. Bill Gates doesn't care that it's about the money. In Bill Gates' eyes, in that one of of my favorite all-time stories ever in the porn world, about this chick who sued a porn company because they wanted her to blow her brother. Yeah, true story. This is like for some Japanese porno- pornography, right? And she wouldn't do it. So it, and, and by the way, she was suing them for like millions of dollars and a Corvette because she lost her sobriety because she left and she came back. And I, I didn't know that porno films were filmed this way. They said, okay, just suck this dick. She didn't meet the guy or go over his records like what he might have or anything. She just started sucking his dick. Turned out it was her brother. That's why she sued, because she got grossed out by it. Her brother was asked, did you know that your sister was going to do it? And he said, yeah. And he said, "Why, why? He goes, because pussy is pussy. That's what Bill Gates is thinking. Bill Gates, is, his mind is so warped, you look at all the chicks that he's slept with. And yes, he used his money. Why, because pussy's pussy. He doesn't care they're using them. Bill Gates got to that narcissistic level of life. But he thinks that he can win every argument because he's got money. I'd walk up to him, call him a fucking geek. Well, I'm a geek that can buy a Lamborghini. Yeah, but you're still a fucking geek. Couldn't sit at my cool guy table. Well, I'd buy your cool guy table. then. Well, it don't mean that we're going to sit there. See, that's what makes it cool is us. We don't welcome you into the cool world. You're too dorky to be in the cool world. You can try to buy your way in as much as you want. Once you cheat, you'll always be a cheater. Even if you claim to be loyal right now, that loyalty will be in question. Yep. Yep, indeed. I was going to say dick is dick, right? Oh, hey. That's what Bill Gates is saying now because he's got so much money. Not a good man. He could, Look, feed all the kids in Africa you want, put clothes on their backs, do all that kind of shit, good. That's what you want to do. I would rather take care of my family. And then I would help my friends. You see? And by my family, I mean me, Brady Kid, and that's it. (laughs) And Bubba. That's who we'd help. Then my friends. That'd be you guys. My ass family. If I I had that kind of money. I ain't giving no damn starving nations. Fuck, what's my money going to do? Make them want more food? Make them hungrier? there you go. So Bill Gates, terrible human being. I can live with myself saying that. Boy, this ever-growing saga of Britney Spears is just getting sadder every single day. The judge denied her request to get her conservatorship taken away from her daddy. Her manager of 25 years, Larry Rudolph, has resigned. Her mom came out yesterday saying that Britney wants to hire her own lawyer. I have a question. Shouldn't she have been able to hire her own lawyer this whole time? Cheaters are a few rungs below pedophiles if you're a cheating pedophile, you're really a bad person. Oh, wait, wait. You're already a bad person because you're both those. Um, In his letter of resignation, he says, it's been over two and a half years since Brittany and I last communicated, at which time she informed me she was going to take an indefinite leave from work. A lot of people think she's going to retire now. You know, I don't know if Britney Spears is going to retire. I I get what she's doing. Look, she doesn't want to be under her daddy's thumb anymore. She's a grown woman. Problem is, she's she's fucking nuts, man. And I don't know this boyfriend that she has. I don't know if he's in it just to get her money and then fucking dump her, like Feddenhoffer was. feddenhofer I I tell you what. There's two people in this world that I would trade places with, and I would happily go by the the moniker douchebag. Those two people, Britney Spears, ex-husband Kevin Federhofer. Now think about it. A, I can dance, because that's what he was, was a backup dancer. B, I got money coming in all the time. I ain't even got to work. I can just sit at home and take care of my kids. I ain't got to work. Britney's paying for everything. And number three, I could tell everybody, yeah, these are my kids from Britney Spears. And believe me, we did it a bunch of ways where you can't get pregnant. So that's one person. The other person I'd like to be was Vanna White's ex-husband. Vanna White, you know, from the Wheel of Fortune. Vanna White hotter than shit back in the day when she was spinning letters and not shaving under her arms. Vanna, was, Vanna makes some crazy amount of money, like $35 million a year. No joke. And that motherfucker who divorced her with some restauranter, some failed restauranter, motherfucker was getting paid. I, I mean, he was getting like half. And they were married for more than 10 years, so he got more than half until he got remarried again. By the way, hey, stupid, why did you get remarried? She pays you $17 million a year not to. That'd be enough for me.
6: Mm -mm -mm. Mm-mm-mm.
2: All right, so there you go. So Britney Spears all fucked up. No manager, no job. God. Maybe she could open for Bill Cosby. Ain't the hell. Flauza <laughs> Dawson. Whoa. Brittany Post all nude. Whoa. Backless all nude. Offered a inscrutable comment. Or it was a, Okay, there she is. Oh, she's just naked and you can't see nothing except her shoulder blades and her hips. Oh, God. Is that bad now? Can Brittany not do that? Come on, Brittany. Shock the world. Show your hoo-ha. I love this story. This story is fantastic, and it's funny to me. Spotify, and, and I'm on Spotify. They don't pay me on Spotify. They should. You heard some of the shit that's on there? Spotify staffers, people that work around Spotify, hate Absolutely cannot stand Joe Rogan, which the company paid more than a hundred million dollars exclusively to stream on their platform only. "Quote: I'm personally bothered by his transphobic comments and am concerned with the way he might spread misinformation." By the way, uh, the people at Spotify, the management at Spotify ain't going to do a damn thing. Because, you see, they allowed Joe Rogan, because Joe Rogan isn't stupid. Joe Rogan has something that's very, very important. And, oh, if Spotify ever came to me, I would fight for this, number one. You wouldn't have to pay me no Joe Rogan money. I want creative control. That way you can't tell me what I can and can't say on my show. I would never. And, 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 look, we were lucky in radio that we got that for a while, for a long time. Something that we we could have even made more money, but we we wanted that. And it held us back from a couple places. We wanted creative control. And that was, like, a hard thing for me to swallow when I went to the other show because I, I, I didn't have it. That show didn't have it. They could tell us what we we could and couldn't talk about. I don't want to do that. That's not fun. Not fun telling me what I can and can't talk about. And they want to try and do this to Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan will walk. And sue. And Spotify will look like a joke, a bigger joke. Spotify is upset with this. This is how fucked up this is. I don't like Joe, but maybe I will now. Look, Joe's one of those. I, I like him. I think he's a very, very, uh, very talented guy. Very, very good at what he does. I, I have nothing wrong with Joe Rogan at all. I thought he was a shitty actor on news radio or whatever. But I like like I like his show. I don't listen because I don't want to take anything from him. And I don't want people to go, oh, you're just a uh, Joe Rogan. No, I'm not. There's a lot of things he says I don't agree with. And that's fine. See, that's the way it should be. I don't know what it is. Maybe maybe y'all can help me. I don't look to go out of my way to argue with people, right? But I tell you, life would be a lot more boring if we just all agreed with each other on everything. And it seems like that's what the crybaby side wants, the crybaby side wants everybody to get along with everybody and nobody to have a, 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 a different thought. I don't know what Joe Rogan has said about transgenders in the past. If he, if he thinks they shouldn't compete in sports, then I guess I'm transphobic, too. Oh, by the way, I saw this online. I saw a couple things online, and, and I'm very, very confused One was a video of a young man saying, if you refuse to date a gay person, you're homophobic. Let that one sit in. If you don't date a gay person, you're homophobic. The other statement that was said was, If you won't go out with somebody even after they've had reassignment surgery, you're transphobic. Now, let me repeat that one. So you you meet somebody and you go out with them post-op. You find out that they aren't they weren't born what they are are saying they are. I tell you. You don't want to go out with that person anymore. You're now transphobic. Why does a gay person want to date a straight person? That's relationship failure. I, I Alicia, I know. Uh, Alicia, I know. E G B three says right here, homophobic. Okay. I'll tell you this right now. There would be a lot of things that went off in my head. Let's, let's say that I were to somehow go out on a date. Like that ever is going to happen again. Fuck that. Somebody I don't know. Meet up. Sitting there talking. What looks like to be a lady. She goes, just to let you know, like seven years ago, my name was Steve. right there that that's going to end things for me cuz I, I i i'm glad that the post op worked for you i i am not into i i i'm sorry i support you and your lifestyle i just don't want to be a part of it is that okay that i'm i i'm not a part of it and it's not because it it's ooky or anything but it yeah it, a part of me is kind of hooked by it Here, here's the other part here's the other part you got a lot of stuff going on in your brain. I don't know if I want to put up with all that. I'm not saying you're crazy or you're a lunatic or anything like that. No, 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 no. But you've got a lot of stuff going on up there, and I'm pretty simple. So that that's just not going to work for either one of us. But I'm transphobic now. These these are the the look. I know that y'all are probably sitting back laughing and things like this. But when your kids or your grandkids come home and they tell that they've been kicked out of school because they're transphobic, because a boy that is now a girl kissed your grandson, let's say, I don't know, they're, they're in 10th grade. Maybe the surgery hasn't happened. But identified since they're eight, now they're fifteen. So of course she's gonna look like a girl. She kisses your grandson. Your grandson punches her in the fucking mouth. Well, we can't have your 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 son. Your your son is 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 a hate monger. Oh, I'm I'm. Let me let me say this right now. Um. Didn't I tell you guys already about the American flag? Don't make me rip out the I told you so. Because that is going to happen. all well, name-calling and label, we uh, reach a point where they won't matter because everyone will be labeled with something and no one will care. Well, I wish it was that way. People that are still labeled racist get canceled, even though racist has been thrown out there more than anything. Because there are still some people who look at it and go, oh, my God. Just tell them that you're super straight and still not okay, right? Or is that racist now? Yeah, you'd be racist. Nothing wrong with not wanting to be a trans person with a trans person. Why would anyone want to be with someone that doesn't want to be with them? The name-calling into submission is an attempt to be pushing people into submission, and it's not a healthy relationship to begin with. Alicia, let me ask you this. And I'm picking on you here because I know that you have uh, two fine young boys. And your boys now are at an age where kids are starting to, I don't know, develop, there are people, that there are kids that are your kid's age that parents are allowing them to identify as the opposite sex. So five, six years from now, Let's say your kids aren't 18 yet. They're in high school. And that kid you knew that was Jeremy is now Jolene in high school. And Jolene kisses your son. And your son fucking hits Jolene in the mouth. Hopefully he wouldn't do anything like that, but let's say that happened. Your son's going to get labeled as a hate monger a bigot, how do we stop that from happening? That's the part. I I don't want it to get to that because, look, that's what's going to happen. And if you don't think that's what's going to happen, you've never been in in a schoolyard. Just telling you that right now. Trans people want to be accepted for who they are but they couldn't accept who they were born as. Jolene rape me. I, I fight back against my attacker. Hmm? It's one of those scenarios that you actually have to think about now. See, this, this is the thing that sucks. This is the worst part of it. I look at kids now in public. I don't look at kids. Shut up. I'm so jealous of them. I'm jealous of anybody under the age of 14. From like 9 to 14. Oh, man. Zero responsibilities. I saw, I, I saw a kid at the Grand Ole Opry last week. He looked like he was 11 or 12 years old. And I was like, I want to look at him and go, man, Enjoy this. I mean, this probably probably does suck for him. Probably doesn't want to be at the Grand Ole Opry. But, man, just enjoy the time that you have because you don't have any responsibilities, man. You can sleep as late as you want. You can watch TV all day. Summertime in, from 9 to 14. Oh, that's glorious. Grant, I started working at 11, but still did enjoy some. I've always told my kids be respectful. If Jolene tried to kiss one of my boys and was forcing themselves on my boys, it sounds like my son was in a position to protect himself, and we'd fight tooth and nail for him. Good. I, 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 and, and honestly, that's exactly what I expected you to write. But are you ready for that? We make our kids grow up so fast now. That was the point of me being so, so jealous of these kids. Because we force them on these, these grown up ideas all the time, whether it's transsexual or bisexual or gay or any of that kind of stuff. And I'm not saying hide it from the kids, but why don't let you why don't you take care of it when it comes up naturally? This force feeding it to kids in third grade. And look, look, come on. We all have dads. We all have grandpas. As much as we in the 2021 20, that we're in right now, I want you to, you need to get a mirror right now like yourself. Okay? You know, you know that if your grandson got hit on by a, another boy or something, you're going to do one of two things. You're going to tell him to stand up to that punk-ass kid or you're going to tease the shit out of your grandson. Most likely you're going to tease the shit out of your grandson about, oh, looky here, ah. And that's going to set him off. Just keep all this shit away from kids, man. Uh, Alicia, I know, right? I would only want to be with someone who generally wants to be with me, not someone who was concerned to be with me both myself and the other person would never be happy i do think any parent is ready for it with working in medical field and having to see some of the shit i think has helped me uh mentally prepare us for the what ifs yeah there you go plus the influence of social media the trans recruiters all over tiktok and youtube oh oh it's so funny and they kick people off for saying shit and doing shit. I've had a couple jokes taken down from the TikTok. They, uh, they, they, they go against community standards and there's nudity in one. And there's nudity in an all-worded joke. There's no nudity in the video. I talk about nudity. Social media has been one of two things. It's either been a boon or a bane for our society. The boon for our society was that it brought people together. Maybe that's it. The bane for society is it's social media. It's given way to keyboard muscles and keyboard warriors and keyboard cancelers and all this kind of shit. The internet was only used for fucking cool pet videos and pornography. I'd be okay with that. Keep news and all that shit off the internet. Oh, except radio shows. You got to yeah, keep radio shows on the internet too. Pet videos, porn, internet radio shows. That, 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 yeah. <laughs> Did you just, oh, god damn it, where the hell is that now? Oh, do I? Not in that one. Oh, where is my Bane? Damn it. Damn it to hell. Mail. No, it's not in mail. Death. There's, uh, I got rid of Bane already? I couldn't have got rid of Bane already. There we go.
4: Oh, you think darkness is your ally? That's well worth the wait. You merely adopted the dark.
0: I was
2: born in it. I was born in it. Oh yes, hello, Batman. Batman, it is so good to see you. Oh, I can see in the dark. Because I was born in the dark. (laughs) Gotta love the Bane character voice. Uh, alright. So there you go. Spotify staff is upset, and people at Spotify are like, yep, fuck you. He makes us a lot of money. Eat shit. Um, in the UK, there is a new bill that will make it illegal to boil lobsters alive. I can see, I can see the Bobbies coming in, knocking down the door. Stop, governor. Is that lobster properly killed? And check for the knife mark in its head? This is, this to me, this is, you know what, you know what, fucking A. Once again, this is the bane of our society.
4: Oh, you think darkness is your ally? You merely adopted the dark. I was born in it.
2: Under new legislation in the United Kingdom, it will protect the welfare rights of crustaceans and mollusks. Are you fucking kidding me? You have enough time to start a foundation that protects the welfare rights of crustaceans And mollusks. Let's not worry about curing cancer. Let's go ahead and just push that one over to the side. You know what I want to focus on? I want to focus on these sons of bitches that boil lobsters alive. What is wrong in your brain? That this is what's important to you. The bill which is making its way through the House of Lords will require fishermen and chefs to stun or chill the sea creatures before boiling them, which is thought to be a more humane method way of cooking. This is more uh, than enough evidence for the ability of these sensitive, captivating creatures to feel pain and suffer. They undergo appalling treatment in the food industry. Yes. (laughs) You could say that food gets treated very shitty in its industry because, you see, what happens is we eat it, we digest it, and then we poop it. Boy, that is, I would say that is a horrible existence. And, and, I mean, here's the great thing. Food doesn't know that. Now, I've heard lots of chefs who do it the humane way. It doesn't change the meat. It really doesn't. I, I, I've had it and I've made it that way. I usually, I, 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 if I grilled it, I, w- I would kill it because I don't want it walking around up there in the water. I only, I only made it once in the water. It didn't turn out that good, so I don't remember what I did. How about you just don't eat it, you fucking morons. Okay. <laughs> it's delicious. I'll, I'll go ahead and answer. I, I like them. Lobster is good. Crab, good. Shrimp, good. Hey, I, I'm not saying not to eat them. And, and, and look, if you want to kill them that way, but we've start, there's a bill in front of a legislature in a, in a first world country that is looking out for the welfare rights of crustaceans. Millions of homeless people on the streets, not caring about their welfare at all. Mollusk and crustaceans, we got your back, you tasty motherfucker. And by the way, let me just say this. Um, how are you going to know? I mean, I can see, I look, look, and here's the thing. Here, this is why I'm making a big deal. about it. Restaurants will adhere to it. Most of them already adhere to it because they don't want the animal to suffer either. Okay? Joe Schmo down from Gordon Ramsay's restaurant who's in his house, who knows how to cook lobster. Ain't no boards looking after him. He's throwing that fucking lobster in If he wants to. Uh, See, to me, this is just all. I I don't even know what it is anymore. I mean, honestly, who's it going to stop? And all it's going to do is make me make fun of it even more. Lobster is fucking delicious. I just want it cooked when it gets to my table. Damn it! Yeah, give me some of that butter to put on there. I am good to go. But good for good for UK to come up with that bill. Oh, I've been waiting for this. Oh, you, you know what? I I I think I need a special. Let's see where 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 would this be? Let's see.
5: I've paid my dues. Yeah.
2: Researchers at Duke University compared 36 samples, 18 widely known plant based meat alternatives to 18 grass fed, grass bound, uh, ground beef options for a ranch in Idaho. And the study has released that plant based meat is not nutritionally the same as real meat. We are the champions,
5: my friends. And we'll keep on fighting till the end.
2: I, I, I will only play that when, when, when this is not nearly enough. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Uh, That's not even close to the way I feel right now. The study published in the Journal of Scientific Reports discovered that beef contained 22 metabodies that the plant-based substitutes do not even have. plant-based meat, meanwhile, contained 31 metabodies that meat did not include. Researchers found that the largest disparities were in vitamins, amino acids and types of saturated and unsaturated fatty acids found in both products, among other variables. <laughs> uh, found that several metabodies proven to be vital to human health were found either exclusively in greater amounts of beef, including creatine, spermine, astronine, cystine, glucosamine, squaline, and omega-3 fatty acids, DHA, Researchers say, you know, those are important things for your body, the things your body needs. I'll have all y'all's fake meat, please. and take. Yeah, you can have it. Hey, you can have it. Take it. Why is this news? Is this not? No, no, no. Oh. Why is this news? Because I've been told time and time again that the alternative meat is so much better for you. It's so much better healthier for you and that is why oh no no that oh no the plant-based meats are so much better for you i don't care if you eat them i i want you guys to eat that stuff you know why because it leaves more meat for me It gives you diarrhea, Brady kid, yes, they turn red when you cook them. <laughs> I never had it, and I don't want it. I'm not saying it, it tastes gross or anything like that. Here, Here's the thing. I don't want to take it away from you. If you want to eat that kind of stuff, you go ahead and eat that stuff. I, I'm not judging you for it either. I'm not. You want to eat it? Fine. That's great. Go ahead. Well, why won't you eat it? Well, because I like meat to be meat. Sorry. That's what I want. I, I, I would prefer meat. Well, you can't tell the difference. Well, I can. I can. It, it, and, and by the way, don't start all that. Uh, I'm sorry. I've been a vegetarian for eight years, and I'm fully aware it doesn't carry the same nutritious value. Oh, I know. I know. Look, I'm not talking about you, Steph. Talking about the, the ads and the people and the doctors who come out and say, oh, this is so, so much better from you. No, it's not. The Morningstar black bean burgers are good. Now, I will say this right now. I've only had one. And it was in that place in Sacramento. It was at the Kings game. Only had one of these veggie burgers. And it was, it was made out of pea protein. It was made out of peas. It tasted like a, a pea burger. Not like a tinkle burger, but like it was made out of peas. Mashed up peas all put together and then grilled. It wasn't bad. But I bit into it and I knew it wasn't a fucking burger. They're not trying to, if they're trying to fool people and say, oh, it tastes just like meat, they need to fucking go back to the drawing boards. That shit don't taste like meat at all. Because of the black bean burgers or the lobster, <laughs> I blame genetics. Mm. The impossible burgers are, I've never like I said, I I, I don't get it. I, I don't buy it. I, I I get it. I get why. Hey, if you guys want to eat that as as an alternative, you go right ahead. Don't judge it for it at all. I don't. I, I, I commend you. Stay strong in your beliefs. Oh, isn't this weird that the chief of staff for Meghan Markle and Prince Harry just left and says that her experience was incredible? Oh, isn't that convenient? Former chief of staff, Catherine St. Laurent, characterized her experience working for the royal couple as incredible. She also predicted that the pair has potential to be very influential. Um. No, I uh, no, no. you, You know what's so funny? We can go back a couple stories about Joe Rogan at Spotify and how people at Spotify are mad at him. You know, the guy who's producing content, which produces money, which produces your paycheck. They gave Meghan Markle and Harry more. Spotify gave them $150 million, and they've come up with 35 minutes of content. This is the world that you live in, people. In wrestling terms, I would say that this is like wanting to replace Stone Cold Steve Austin with somebody at the height of his run, pretty much with the Brooklyn Brawler. Because that's what they are. They, they, these, they're, they're dark matches. 35 minutes. That's it? And the company is mad at Joe Rogan? Are you fucking kidding me? Wait, are you serious? Well, this isn't about Spotify anymore. This is just about the stupidity of America. Um, St. Laurent joined the, the, the. back in April 2020. Before that, she worked for Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Oh, she sucked his dick. It was an incredible experience. Cut in an interview. They're incredibly talented and creative. Who? Leaders? What are they the leaders of? Wait, 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 wait. They're incredibly talented and creative. Remember, her book didn't even crack the top 50 bestsellers. Her book, this influencer. And once again, 35 minutes. I think they have the potential to be very influential leaders in the social impact state s- space. They, they don't even do shit online. Uh, St. Laurent, who has transitioned into a senior advisory role for the nonprofit. That's why she's leaving. Because I'm thinking to myself, if it's that great to work with them, why would you leave? I smell a penison. <laughs> at the time, complaints from the stuff uh, were leaked in the British press which claimed the Duchess had yelled at some employees for minor infractions and made highly specific demands leading up to her wedding with Harry according to a report from the Times. Markle's team vehemently denied the claims and requested to see any evidence. Let me say this right now about Meghan Markle. There has never been a better or bigger example of someone who has completely bought their own hype. More than Meghan Markle. There can't be. Think about singers, actors, any sort of professional who is blown up. And their ego got in their own way. She did not have that because, see, all those people, they had a talent. She has no talent. This woman has zero talent whatsoever. And, and somehow, I guess love got her into this role, and then the world just said, oh, we want to listen to everything you have to say. And she says, oh, well, I'm bigger than this. She started buying her own hype all the time. Honey, honey, it's a good thing that you don't tweet. You are one interview. You are one tweet away from obscurity. The world is waiting to pounce on you. You broke up the royal family. You're this generation's Yoko Ono. At least Yoko could halfway write a song. I won't say sing cuz a bitch couldn't sing. You don't do anything. You wrote a book from a story that, that 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 was told to William. You didn't even write the fucking book. The story isn't even yours. I don't know. I think Megan's crotch must have some talent. It, I don't know what it is. I mean, did she give up the butt on the first date? Was she like, yep, we're going to do anal? She's like, I'm too old for Netflix and chill. I want let, let, Let's go to Popeye's and fuck. That's what she said. Mm-mm. You know what I think it is? This is what I think it is. I'm smelling something. I'm smelling something. Oh, man. Because you know how, like, the the Brits like to hold shit down tight. You know, this one, Prince Charles' brother is the guy who's accused of being on Epstein Island. Okay? And they've cut that button down. I'm just telling you this right now. Right Right here now. You ready? You ready? I'd like a DNA check on these kids. Well, you know what? No, I don't. Mm-mm. I'm just going to tell you. I believe she was artificially inseminated. I I don't think he I I don't think he took he did not take the pound the the pound town. He didn't go down to Tunaville. I think he jerked out I think Prince I think the prince is gay. I think he's gay. He's queer than a fucking football bat. Nothing wrong with that. Problem is, is he can't be a royal and be one of them. And he don't want to come out. That's why he left Britain. He left Britain because he was probably fucking blown out of all the bathhouses around there. Somehow she found out about it. She's holding this shit against his ass. Oh, I'm going to make her the villain the entire time. And no, not because she's black, but because she's a woman. That's why I'm going to make her the villain. (laughs) I've got hatred in my heart. Come on now. I need a slice of her confidence. She landed a prince on a drunk night in Vegas. I don't understand what she has, but is that where they hooked up? Was this when they first met? Was that night in Vegas where he got got photographed? (gasps) Huh. She walked in on him banging a dude. Oh, my God. Oh, there it is right there. We figured it out. And snap, 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 snap. I mean, think about how much this guy changed. This guy was Prince Harry. He was in Vegas. Allegedly fucking riding the old tuna boat to Tuna Town. Choo-choo. nope No. No. When he was going, he was actually going to Brown Town. Oh man! Oh man! Sausageville. No, see, I don't think he would have had it off because he is super gay. I think I. I, I mean, I'm talking super gay. I'm talking like two, three cocks at a time gay. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing, not, Hey, nothing wrong with that at all. I mean, I'm talking like like Uncle Cam on that, what, what was that show? That that was just on ABC. Family Madness? No, no, Family Matters. Whatever that shit was. Modern Family. I think he's as gay, if not gay. They, oh, perfect. Uh, Nathan Lane, Birdcage. That's who he is. Bam. Doesn't have a mean bone in him. (laughs) Ask his (laughs) boyfriend. Hey now. (laughs) They were at a drunken romp in Vegas. She's up there. Quaaluded out of her brains probably. Or at least acting that way. She rolls into Prince Harry's room knowing he's an eligible bachelor. And I mean, I, honestly, th- th- this is the way I see it happen. She opens the door to the hotel suite. And there he is. He's balls deep in some dude. Nothing wrong with that. Going to town, loving his life. She's snapping pictures. She yells his name. Harry. He turns. Bam. Face shot. Maybe he's fucking someone of prominence. Or is it vice versa? She's got these pictures. Oh, dear God. What if? What if? He takes after his sick ass fucking Uncle. <gasps> oh my God. I didn't even think of that. Oh shit. Yikes. Yikes. In that room the English pound wasn't just currency. <laughs> He'll come out before the next election, and then she'll announce she's running. Easy win. Oh, my God. Oh. I—I I, Look, somebody's going to stop her before she gets this idea that she can actually win the presidency. Because here's the thing that not everybody's paying attention to. Is that everybody who's a part of the real world, not this make-believe world that they live in, they all hate her. And I'm talking about the entire world hates her and just doesn't get it. I think we've uncovered the truth today. These are all alleged just ideas that I've had in my head. It feels good to get it out. And by the way, by the way, if he doesn't come out, maybe it's because he's like his uncle. I don't want to say anything. But by the way, how bad would that cripple the royal family? Did you think about it? She's got, she's got she's got them all by the nuts. Even the queen, she's got by the queen by her nuts. They've been allowed to walk away. He can come back when he wants. She doesn't have to go. Doesn't have to take the kids. She got something. Mama knew it was bad with with, with her with her son. Deadlin young girls now a grandson, possibly doing something that's the same, if not worse i I'll say this right now, if that ever turns out to be true, and I don't get any credit for it whatsoever. That's when that, that that that's when you're gonna have to start worrying about gun stores because then I'm gonna go out and buy every gun I can because I don't know if I've I've even thought about what I just said about this. I I, I painted this masterpiece just sitting here. She's got the queen by the meat curtains. This audio clip needs to go on YouTube and name the truth of Meghan and Harry. Oh God Almighty. I mean, he's got like donkey ears on. His partner's got hooves. I, I, I don't know what these crazy Brits get into, but that would boy, that would explain a lot, wouldn't it? Oh man! All right. So there's a story about a LA Dodger, Trevor Bauer. He's been accused of violently assaulting a chick during sex even though she told him that she enjoyed being choked out and wanted to be slapped after their first rough sexual encounter. Hey, that, that, this is what, no, you can't do that. See, boys, boys, going to come to the school of dad here in just a little bit and give you a lesson here, us old guys know. Text messages obtained by the Daily Mail. Uh, appeared to contradict some of the assault claims against Trevor Bauer. He's been suspended from Major League Baseball pending investigation. The woman claimed she had sex with him on two occasions, and both episodes turned violent. She filed for a protective order last week claiming she agreed to sex but did not consent to being punched and choked to the point of unconsciousness. But text sent to Brewer, uh, Bauer, on the first encounter, Sho Hill told him she enjoyed being choked out during and asked him to do it again. Never been turned on more in my life. Give me all that pain. Rowr She actually typed out R-A-W-R. R-A-W-R. She says during her sexual conversation. She was granted a restraining order last Friday. He has to stay a hundred feet away from her. I'd want to stay a thousand miles away from this crazy bitch. But once again, once again, gentlemen, come t- come take a seat. See see this right here. Let me tell you, gentlemen, about something that you all have, but. You don't use. Okay. Ladies, I'm not talking to you right now because you use these. And this is what makes you so awesome. Your instincts. Guys. 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 When your instincts are going off, it's going off for a reason. If a chick tells you she wants you to beat her up and choke her out during sex... And this is the first time y'all had sex? That's a chick that you want to kind of steer clear from. Now, it's not because she enjoys rough stuff. There's nothing wrong with that. The first time, I think she's going to be setting you up for a fall. Now, if you're a star player for the L.A. Dodgers and your instincts aren't going off for this, then your instincts suck. Because you are the perfect mark for this. Look, I I, I think this is a, a chick that just tried to dupe this fucking guy, and this guy's like, all right, well, I'm gonna beat the shit out of her, and then she's like, well, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sue now because you you hurt me. Well, wait a second, I got these text messages, dummy. You think I'm gonna get rid of this shit? You said rour. In one of your texts. By the way, greatest text ever. Rawr. I did not know it was spelled R-A-W-R, though. V-Coop, that's perfect. If her idea of foreplay is to put in a mouthpiece, run like hell. Now, look. If this is you and your gal that you've been with for a while and you can trust her and then she's like, ooh, I saw something in a movie. You want to try to choke me? Maybe you have that conversation before sex. Yeah, okay, maybe we can try to choke you. Just saying. That's a a weird road to go down, fellas. That's a road that that sometimes it's a one-way road. In this case, this is what that chick was hoping for. Hopefully the judge goes, look, bitch, I saw the text messages. You want him to beat the shit out of you. All right. Uh, He did. You ain't got nothing to say. All right. Case dismissed. Oh, we have women beaters in Major League Baseball. Got them in football and fucking basketball, too. You want to piss somebody off, just agree with them like that. There are too many wife abusers in the NFL. Boy, you should look at the MMA numbers then. That pisses people off. Uh all right, 75-357 fans is the number. RDRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler as
3: well. What if I wanted to break? Laughing all, laughing your face. What would you do? What if I fell to the floor, couldn't take this anymore What would you do, 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 come I wanted to fight Beg for the rest of my life What would you do? Get your hand up, wave it back and forth, let's go You say you wanted more going to sing together now. Are you ready? I said, are you ready? Make a path, make a path. Just one time around, just me and the people down here. Are you ready? Come!
2: 30 seconds to Mars, the kill.
1: A N S four fans or 376 easy Easy. I
2: got a message from Carlos. He's listening. Uh, very, very talented guy. If, you, if you've never got a chance to see Carlos do stand-up, that's the way stand-up should be done. Right, and and I, I wanted him to be a part of my show, but he was busy. He was out of town that weekend. So I have Ellis Rodriguez as my special guest, another super-duper talented uh, comedian from Sacramento. Sacramento, you have that to be proud of. Those two fellas right there. But he said today's music is fire. Today's music, I I, I did all live music today. Did Hank Jr. live and, and then Pat Green live? I should have done Johnny Cash's. God damn it. Didn't do Folsom Prison. Uh, but then I did 30 Seconds to Mars. Sassy Pammy, want to know what that is. Uh, The Kill, and then that was just Heaven Beside You. By what I think is the greatest Unplugged episode ever of MTV's Unplugged, uh, was Allison Chains with Lane Staley before his hand fell off and he od Great band. Great, great band. All right, let's continue with this show here. Let, 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 let's just come on. I'm going to read this headline. I, w- I, I want you to uh, see if you can pick out the disdain in my voice. American men suffer. Friendship recession, with 15% not having one close friend, and the number with at least six plummeting from 55% to 27%. saying thing unfair worse, with one in six reporting not having any close friends. Possible reasons for friendship decline include more mobility and longer hours. Oh, 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 I have a, no, no, oh, uh. Not that. No, 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 no. What? What's the other one? Uh, long hours. Mo- no. Finding some from the American perspective society. Well, let me just tell you real quick what it is. Oh, I've been waiting to talk about this shit for a long time. Men don't have any friends anymore. Yeah, because we don't know how to make friends. The, the men of today don't know how to make friends. Thanks to you, mom and dad, for these goddamn play dates. Oh, I've been waiting a long time to rail on play dates. Where you make appointments for kids to go hang out with other kids that they may or may not like. You have to invite every fucking kid in your class to your kid's birthday party. They have to like everybody. They don't know how to make friends. I have had a friend since I was 15 years old. Hell, if I want to count Donnie, even though he and I are on the outs right now, I can count Donnie from the age of 10. And do you know how most friendships start? Kids don't, this is in boy world. I, I, I don't plan on ever living in girl world, so I can't tell you. I'm not an expert there. But in guy land, we, we first meet these people that will end up being lifelong friends. Uh, they are adversaries at first. Look, when I first. When I first came back to Garland, I lived in Dallas for like eight, two years. I didn't know a lot of people that I was going to high school with until I saw all the people that worked at the water park. Tommy didn't work at the water park yet, so I didn't know him when I first went to South Garland. And I know he was in the group of people made fun of me because I had this big Ivan Drago spike haircut. I didn't care. I knew what I was doing. I was confident in it. And he and I were in a class together after lunch. And it was after the day that I got called in front of the entire lunch, in front of the entire cafeteria. I'll never forget it. It was a Friday. And I had worked at the water park that weekend. My hair was bleach blonde. I was a tan god. I was almost Nubian. I was wearing a white polo shirt. was I when I used to wear white all the time but now I spill on it no matter what so I don't wear white shirts hardly anymore and Mr. Van Horn our vice principal you states, states over the entire cafeteria and he 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 thumbed me over he waved me over I couldn't even get in the fucking lunch line I was still fat in high school I still wanted to eat I walked over to the principal and vice principal. Mr. Poor was our, our, our principal, Tom Thomas Poor. What a dick bag. Mr. Van Horn said, boy, you need to cut that hair down. You need to cut that hair down before Monday. You hear me? I mean, he said it that loud. It resonated in the cafeteria. I was like, yes, sir. I went and got in line. Everybody's looking at me. Now, as the narcissist that I am, I'm loving every second of it, obviously, because I know later in life it will provide a great story. But the great story that it provided was that was the day that Tommy finally talked to me in Miss Hips class. I was like, man, that was bullshit, what they said. I was like, He goes, I dig the Drago look, man. And from that moment on, Tommy and I have been pretty inseparable because we were allowed to make friends. We, we, we knew how to make friends back then. This day and age, this man that is out in society right now or this man that you're raising to go in society, don't fucking stifle their growth with these gay, stupid fucking play dates let them make their own friends. Fuck the school rules. Don't invite all the kids to the fucking birthday party. Then you don't have to throw any more birthday parties. Hello, win-win on your side. But I'll tell you this right now, think about how your kids feel. Let's say let's say your 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 kid has a bully in his class. Big piece of shit in his class that picks on him all the time, right? You have to invite that kid to the party. That kid's going to your house. If I'm the birthday kid, I don't want to be around this kid, and it's my fucking birthday. Think about how you're confusing the kid. Stop confusing your children so much. Let them be kids. I mean, honestly, with how we were let being kids up until about, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, it worked out pretty well. Wouldn't you agree? We've had problems. We've had strife over the years, but that's not because of kids. We worked through it. But then all of a sudden somebody came up with this wonderful idea that we want to just, we want to have our kids only play with certain other kids. Huh? I ain't being a kid. Kids play with everybody. They aren't taught to hate until at least junior high. How else is he going to get his birthday beating if you don't invite the bully, right? And look, man, parents, parents, I know that I'm making it sound a lot easier than it is. I know. Because you do have to deal with those bullshit rules of the school and things like that. This is why I tell you that you have to be involved. The world that we're in is no longer the easy-go-lucky world. That we were all raised in. This world is a very confused world. It's a very complicated world. It's a very bullshit world that we live in right now. You, you have to do new things. You have to come up with new ways to raise your kids. New ways to get them like the old ways though you got to find a way around these fucking mass birthday parties. You have to find a way because, look, look, what it tells your kid is this. The school's rules are more important than me. That's what it tells your kids. School's rules are more important than my feelings. I don't want to have a bully at my birthday party. I can't blame a kid for that. I really can't. So figure out a way to have a birthday party without that fucking needle dick. My youngest is a summer baby, and I sent him uh, with six invitations to bring to school to invite his birthday party, and that was it. He gets to choose who's coming to his party and isn't. Well, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that you have a school that's like that. Lucky for us, we have a good principal. And he knows our family doesn't take to bullshit very well. That's good. I, I I think that's great that you have a school like that, and I think you're lucky. The uh, again, my daughter's birthday is in July, when school is out, and she didn't have uh, half a friend info, half of her friends info.
6: That
2: don't then. him. on you. She wants people to come to her birthday party. She better have some fucking info, like a phone number at least. And by the way, kids are fucking lazy. They, they're lazy because they depend on you guys to do that. Fuck. I knew my, where, like, my friends lived. I mean, I went out. I, I, granted, we went out and played when we were little kids, too. I, I forget that now, because of all the pedophiles that are out on the streets and the FBI numbers that are going through the roof, which they actually aren't. They're actually declining since the 80s, but that's a whole different story that nobody wants to ever really fucking have a conversation about. That we can't allow children to play anymore without being unsupervised. That's the dumbest thing in the world to me. How can a kid be a kid if he's being supervised? And I'm not talking about setting forest fires or anything like that. That's where kids learn limitations. And and by the way, it's better to to learn them than to be forced them upon you. If you break a window at the school playing basketball after hours, because that's where the basketball hoops were, you had to own up to that shit. Because you knew they'd have you on camera or something. But that's where you learned about that kind of stuff as a kid. We don't teach that anymore to kids. Kids, we just want them in school and around the right kids. That way they can have their bright futures. Don't have their bright currents, though. Speaking of birthdays, y'all are invited to uh, my party. Arnie is throwing for me. I don't know what you're talking about. My kid would have invited the bull because he knows what I would have done. Bullies get bullied. Okay. Yeah, well, there you go. That's one way you got his back. Just whoop that bully's kid's ass. But cry me a river with these fucking stories. Oh, men don't have friends anymore. Men don't know how to make friends. As long as I don't fuck things up, because I don't think Tommy will. I'll be friends with Tommy until the day I die. My buddy Dave Hal, same way. He and I hadn't seen each other in fucking 15 years. Went to a Ranger game. It was like we, we hadn't seen each other in a week. Phil, whenever I finally get to see him and his lazy eye, my buddy Dwight. These are all friends that I made. They weren't forced upon me at play dates and shit like that. They, we were allowed to make friends back in our day. Man, parents have fucked shit up for kids, I tell you. Speaking of that, y'all hear this story about this girl in down in Houston? 15-year-old girl who got in an argument with her mama. All right? 15-year-old girl who then jumped out of a moving car on a freeway in Houston, was obviously, she, she's jumping out of a moving car on a freeway. She's going to get hit, which she did. The driver is yet to be identified. Taylor's family is asking the driver to turn themselves in. Quote, I get that it was not on purpose, it was an accident, but at least have the respect to wait there until an ambulance gets there, police get there. A GoFundMe page has been set up. Now, now, uh, first of all, this is going to sound heartless, and I, I kind of hope it comes off that way. Shouldn't the guy who, who hit this girl be receiving some sort of counseling? Because if you're just driving down the street and all of a sudden you have somebody jump out of a moving car and people want you to be turned in, um, I, I get it, but I don't get it. And then you set up a GoFundMe page for a girl who jumped out of a moving car. To be fair, it's Houston, though. They're only doing, like, five miles an hour on the freeway. Uh, She was in an argument with her mama. Taylor's relatives lashed out at the driver who struck her before fleeing the scene, saying they should have had the respect to wait for emergency personnel to arrive. Okay. Am I missing something here? Am I being too heartless? I'm going to say something, and it's going to sound terrible, and I'm okay with it, but we've said this phrase a number of times on this show. You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Jumped out of a moving car, and and now you're 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 focusing a lot of the blame on the other driver. (laughs) EGP says I would have stayed. That bitch needs to pay for the damage to my car. You have a point. I, I I mean honestly, you have a point there. I know, I, like I said, I know it sounds terrible and it sounds like I don't have a heart here. Am I, am I wrong? I mean,
6: here, here you go. Here's the Jeopardy music.
2: Am I wrong for thinking it's stupid to contribute to the GoFundMe page? Am I wrong for that? AGB is my only, he's my only critic. He says, nope, I shouldn't be. No, I'm not wrong. Okay, good. Good. I, I, I don't feel bad. And, and even if you guys would have said, yeah, it's a little heartless, Arnie, I, I, I would still probably not feel bad. Just letting you know. I have more feelings about this next story than I did that last story. This sounds like the most horrific thing I've ever heard of in my life. Uh, no, it's totally dumb to give this girl money. That would be like letting shoplifters leave with hundreds of dollars worth of stuff from your store. Oh, California, I can't wait. You better lock them sunglass huts up. Daddy's getting some Ray-Bans. Um, what's this girl's name? A uh, girl from California. What's her name? Danielle. On Un- Danielle. Danielle from California. Who's had her dog lucky since she was 15. She's 26 now. She's had her little dog lucky for 11 years. She had to go out of town recently. And because these young adults weren't taught how to make friends, they don't have anybody that they can ask to come over and watch the dog. So Danielle went on this app called Rover, an app that connects dog owners with dog sitters. Now, according to Rover, because they don't want to be a part of any of this, uh the service actually hadn't been booked through the app so they're trying to say we're off the hook here danielle from california she uh found the sitter on the app and then wanted to meet the woman in person okay all right so yeah okay (sighs) that's when the nightmare begins yeah think about you're leaving your dog's On the first night, Lucky was staying with the sitter. The dog didn't live up to its name, and it got loose and ran away. The sitter did not inform Danielle from California until an hour later. Danielle from California left where she was and now arrived at 2 in the morning and said that the sitter and the roommates were no longer looking for Lucky. Sadly, though, the dog was found dead on the side of the road. According to Danielle from California, Rover sent their condolences after she reported the incident. She also said the sitter reached out to her and said they could show her a ring footage and tell the whole story. Unfortunately, the sitter was only willing to meet in person. And Danielle from California says she wasn't ready for that. She asked if she could have the footage uh, be emailed, and the sitter said no. Oh, well, are we trying to hide something. Danielle from California says that Rover needs to have better precautions in place. She says that meeting a potential sitter just once isn't enough. There, of course, is a Facebook group of pet owners who have had their animals die while in the care of a sitter that they found on Rover. Quite a specific group, I would have to say. By the way... If there's enough people on uh, to make a Facebook group for dead pets, I would say don't use that app. I would say avoid anyone who's associated with the Rover app. Anyone. I, I, I just have to see this. Hold on a second. There are 313 members. Ass family, never. You know, I'm just going to say this right now never, ever, ever, ever use Rover Dog Sitter. I know I, I just lost a possible sponsor there. How would that ad go? Hey, are you looking to get out of town and maybe kill your dog? Well, why don't you zoom on over to our app here at Rover.com where we can tell you exactly what you want to hear, but kill your dog instead. I mean, fuck, dude. 313 members? It's an awful story. And I'm not making fun of her. I feel terrible from her. Oh no, where'd it go? Oh fuck that bullshit. I know that story's around here. God damn you. Uh-uh. Where where is it? Where did she go? I want murder victims there. Nope. Wait, hold on a second here. Let's do this. Uh There it is. All right. Uh, I feel like this is like using an app for a babysitter, really? A complete stranger is going to watch and protect the very thing you love? What the fuck? Official pet sitter for Bubba during Arnie's birthday trip to Sacramento. I don't even think I want to subject Bubba to that. Oh, all right, here we go. See, this is is why. This is why. And you'll learn more on the night of my stand-up show. You'll learn more about this phrase. Nature is not your friend. Okay? This story is about Leah Davis out of Chico, California. She's one of these outdoor enthusiasts, you know, people I can't stand. She was on a long-distance bike trip. I'll say, I mean, if she started in Chico and now she's in Montana, she was in the western Montana town of Ovando. She stopped for the night, pitched a tent. Well, that night, a grizzly bear pulled her out of her tent in the middle of the night and killed her in front of other campers. The uh, lady was killed on the bear's second visit to the site. Two fellow bicyclists were camping near the uh, post office. 400-pound grizzly first awakened the campers at 3 a.m. They took food out of their tent, secured it, and went back to sleep. Surveillance video. Oh, Oh, please say there's video. Please, please, please say there is video.
5: Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast.
2: Uh, you don't hate me. I love the outdoors. However, fuck cyclists. <laughs> he probably smelled granola and berries and hemp and hemp deodorant. Whatever that damn bear smelled, he wanted to fucking eat it. Surveillance video from business in town showed the bear about a block away from the post office 15 minutes later. The bear is also to believe entered a chicken coop in the town that night, killing and eating several chickens. This fucking town's like a smorgasbord for this goddamn thing. Investigators got DNA left by the bear. No, not that kind of DNA. Probably either saliva or poop. And they're going to compare it with another, uh, or maybe hair even, too. Uh, a a bear they were able to trap. Why would they write a Bruin in there? Just put bear. We, we, it's a bear. Asshole rider for the AP. Uh, a Bruin. It, it, it's a bear, okay? It's a fucking grizzly bear. Don't try to make it out to be like fucking Yogi. It's a goddamn bear. Our best chance would be if a bear comes back. Well, there you go. There you go. Any cyclist out there willing to try? In case the bear comes back. She was planning a four hundred mile trip or something like that on her bicycle. Idiot. See this is what happens. That's what happens. Once again I ask you all this simple question. Let's say you're at home barbecuing. Do 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 Maybe you have a couple cold ones back there. You got the fam back there. Maybe you got some tunes on. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, a grizzly bear shows up in your backyard. Now, are you going to invite the grizzly bear to stay and enjoy your tasty barbecue? Are you going to get the fuck out of there as fast as you can? Or are you going to kill it? Now, I don't have a gun or anything, so I'm getting the fuck out of Dodge. I will go out and get my truck and drive it through the wooden part of our fence, and I will run that fucking bear over and over and over again. That's all the bear's doing. The bear's like, hey, man, this is my backyard. What are y'all doing here? Y'all didn't bring me enough food? All right, I got to eat one of you. That's, that, that's the price you pay. I volunteer anyone in the Folsom or Loomis area cycling as tributes. Amen. Oh, that Loomis area. Oh, those people are the worst. Them in their little Lance Armstrong starter kits. Real tight clothes. Ooh, look at me. I can ride a bicycle real fast. Way to turn riding bicycle into something that, that really sucks. You remember as a kid you couldn't get off your bicycle. You'd jump shit, you'd ride everywhere. Bicycling was fun. And all of a sudden now now it now it's a thing. Oh, look at me. We got to wear these cool matching outfits. Oh, yeah, we're the cycling club. Jesus Christ. Andrew, I like that. Better to deal with game wardens and funeral directors. I like that a lot. I hope they use that on One Star Law sometime. Yeah, so the lady got eaten by a bear. Oh, yeah, come to Montana. All right, how about this one? For all you ladies that have to go to the bathroom at night, I'm truly sorry about this story. At least you know what happened in Australia. An Australian man was bitten by a six foot python during an early morning visit to the toilet in his own house. <laughs> The reptile, which escaped from a neighbor's apartment, may have slivered through the drains and uh, was was there in the toilet. It bit the dude in the genital area just after 6 a.m. He then looked into the toilet and discovered the albine reticulated python. He immediately possibly figured out who, how it escaped and how it got in there. The snake apparently had escaped, blah, blah, blah. The guy picked it up, dried it off, and called the dude over. Let me just tell you this right now. I, I'm just going to let you in on a little story, Australia. This is how us Yanks would have handled said opportunity. Sitting on the toilet, and all of a sudden, a python bites you in the nuts. That's what happened. I'm not going to gingerly stand up to investigate the situation. First of all, I'm freaking the fuck out because something bit my nuts. Okay? Then I look in the toilet, and I see a big old python that I didn't release in there. I was going to release something in there that may have mimicked that. This is why it's a good thing I don't own a gun, because this is where I would have one of them double-barrel shotguns or one of them pump actions, and, and it would sound like the the last thing that that Kurt Cobain ever heard. Uh, yeah, he wasn't sitting to pee, hun. You no, know, he, he was dropping a deuce.
0: Oh, I, I,
2: I would blow my toilet apart. I'm just telling you that right now. That thing is getting shot to kingdom come. A snake coming out of the toilet like that, that's, that's fucking Beelzebub. I'm not afraid of snakes. I don't want to get bit on the nuts by a snake is that is that does that make me fearful of snakes no no it makes me more loving of my testicles not getting bit by a, a fucking reptile alright final story here then we'll take off for the day If you've ever seen the movie Blazing Saddles, this story is about you, even though it's not as funny. And it happened on West 59th Street and 6th Avenue. That's right, in the middle of New York City.
6: New York City! Yep.
2: Five drivers had their carriages lined up along the center drive and were waiting for fares when a man started cursing and then allegedly slugged a horse in the mouth. The dude punched a horse. Good God, that horse has a family. The carriage driver said the man had been talking to himself and washing his shirt in the horse drinking water. When he started talking to the horse, he, this guy who's a foreigner whose name I can't pronounce says, I look away. I was scared. I didn't want to look at him. With his wet shirt wrapped around his hand, he punched Dennis in the face. The horse's name is Dennis. <laughs> he punched Dennis in the face. No, not Dennis, no. Oh, he punched Dennis in the face. Oh, I hate you, I hate you.
0: In the face! In the face! No! (laughs) Dennis!
2: By the way, shittiest name ever for a horse. You're going on a magical... uh, 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 One of these rides, one of these carriage rides. In the middle of Manhattan. You think your name, you, your horse's name is going to be Sugar Toes or or Daffodil or something. And you get, my name's Dennis. I'm Dennis the horse. How you doing? I had a bunch of chili today, so I tell you what, this isn't going to be good to be damn wind to me. He punched Dennis. No. No, not Dinas. We call police. He say, call police. I don't care. They do nothing. De Blasio really turned this place into a mess. He was supposed to clean it up. <laughs> Dennis. Why are you hitting my horse? It's a poor animal. It's Dennis. Fucking (laughs) A. See, cool shit like that can't happen to me while I'm on vacation. Man, oh man, I just want to go to the streets and just put a lawn chair down and watch Humanity. That's better than any movie I could ever write. Some whacked out fucking junkie is in the middle of downtown Manhattan. Not only does he punch a horse, but he offends a foreigner like there is no tomorrow. And not one slur was said the entire time. That is is rated R material in a rated PG movie. What would you do on your vacation? Well, I sat in the middle of uh, Manhattan and just watched people for six days. I'll tell you this right now. Probably the greatest vacation of all time. You know how many stories I'd probably get from that? Oh, for God's sake. Dennis. Names their horse, Dennis.
0: (laughs) Oh, my poor Dennis. Dennis was here today.
2: You see this guy going home to his, his wife? Narishkum Papa Narishkum Papa I have bad news Dennis was assaulted today. Dennis Nishkum Papa, please make Dennis a plate.
4: Dennis is sleeping
2: in our bed tonight. Uh, (laughs) I I hope you guys are finding this as funny as me. If not, I really do apologize. I truly do because it's the kind of shit that makes my day. Just thinking uh, this is why, and, and this is probably the greatest gift my dad ever gave me. I'll leave you with this. The greatest gift my dad ever gave me was when he would fart in the grocery store freezers. And every once in a while he would wait around to see somebody open it. And the payoff was usually really, really great. Cause the people would sell it when they opened it. Oh, goddamn that's some bad bluebell. And I asked him, I said, Well, why do you do that if you're not gonna stick around? He goes, Because I can imagine how funny it was. And and, and that that that's the one thing is that I am just seeing this story and I'm seeing I'm not seeing the, the, what, what, what the media would want you to see. When they have a story like this, they would say uh, a troubled man assaulted uh, uh, an animal today in downtown Manhattan. They, they wouldn't get the humor in it. See, and that's what makes my head, I guess, work different than a lot of people's. Is that, first of all, I think it's hilarious that this guy's going to fucking punch a horse and think it's going to do something. Because he's not Alex Karras. He's not Mongo. And the fact that it's some foreign guy, you know, who's just trying to make a buck, it, and you root for those people. It's a hard working foreign guy, probably got 14 jobs. Probably on the visa waiting list, or he's on the becoming a citizen waiting list. He's one of those guys. And you root for those guys, but every once in a while it's funny when, you know, life kind of slaps them down. And, of course, then you have a horse, and its name is Dennis. Dennis the horse. Jesus Christ. Some shit right to itself. All right, that's going to do it for me today. Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you for letting me be a part of your day. We will be back tomorrow, and tomorrow is. That is right. Tomorrow is Friday, people. So remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow. Adios, everybody, and we'll continue with the live music and the greatest live performance ever.
5: One of my golden oldies right here. <laughs> Call for worth beer. Yes, ain't no good. That's right.
1: At Stop it! Stop it! Stop!
3: Stop! 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 Stop, stop talking! Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now.
5: I am going to go get laid.
0: Goodbye. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey.
3: Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.
0: He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law
4: enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.